it drives people so crazy because people are so in love with k-pop to the point there are people who will go to korea and move just because of k-pop wow and then there's this so you know how like you know cardi b like they'll have stalkers or something stalkers in korea for k-pop groups or like idols in general over there is on a whole nother level like they have their own name like sasang like it's a it's a korean word basically yeah but like these people like there there's been cases where someone has sent a letter to their favorite idol in their own period blood like <laughs> what yes that's true that's true <laughs> that's Look it up. pretty unhealthy um, okay i know his name uh Taeyong from 2 p.m 2 p.m look him up it happened to him and there are and cases PM where stands for premenstrual <laughs> stop <laughs> 2pm is the group <laughs> from in that letter it said for premenstrual <laughs> <laughs> and then there's there's been cases where someone has rented out a van that looks very similar to the group's van because oh you know gosh, they all try, ride together yeah. and live together and stuff freaking kidnap you or something yeah that actually happened before to oh so the k-pop God. group EXO Welcome to the Bliss Seekers Podcast. This podcast is intended to inspire people to discover their true purpose and follow their bliss. We're on every single major platform. Check us out in the description. We have links to all that. Make sure you like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, all that stuff. Thank you so much for tuning in and enjoy the show. So today we have a really awesome guest. Uh, She is a huge K-pop fan. Uh, she has 60,000 followers on TikTok. She has a strong Discord chat. She's also Mexican and Filipino, um, with aka Mexipino. Uh, she's 17, turning 18, so she's part of Generation Z. Please welcome to the podcast, Mars Bars Party Cars. How y'all doing, ladies and gentlemen? Hey. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. No Thanks problem. for no waking problem. up today. No, oh, yeah, good time. No. Oh, yeah. Awesome. So I'm kind of excited because it's the first time we ever had Gen Z on the podcast. Oh really? Yeah. She Joe told me about it, and I I was like figuring like I thought mainly most of you guys were like millennial and Gen yeah. Z. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We are actually in the spirit. In the yeah, heart. in spirit, yeah. not heart, right? Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. So um yeah so anyways uh you know you're actually uh, how do you know Joe? She's my um are you like my second cousin? We're cousins. Well, your dad is my cousin. cousin. That's what I'm saying. So, like, are you like, are you like my auntie or something? Second cousin? Technically, yeah. Is she she Ate? No. No, Oh, she's like my niece. Oh, Ate is sister, right? (laughs) Yeah, Ate is sister. Um, So, her her dad is my cousin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's always weird because, like, you you're like what are you because i have lots of cousins mm. and they have kids so i'm like what well, like i think it's called first cousin once removed but we just say cousin because that's like you're not gonna be like hey you're my first cousin once removed. yeah yeah like yeah, my second sure. cousin so anyways you guys are cousins yeah, yeah okay. I, I think i i should google that you can ask <laughs> what do you mean your dad is my cousin well so i'm my cousin are you sure i don't call you like second auntie or something no. like that <laughs> First auntie once removed. <laughs> what do you guys think out there? Leave yeah, in the comments, right? What is it, right? I don't know. <laughs> All right. So we always start out the podcast by kind of getting to know the guest, right? Mm. So let's just talk a little bit about, you know, your how, who you are, how you grew up, and you know, so you where did you grow up at? Uh I was born and way born and raised in yeah. Vallejo, California. Okay, Vallejo. Yeah. V-town. Um, yeah, V-town. That's like the home of like um, you know, the singer her. If you know, oh, yeah, so we Mac Dre. Well, Mac Dre grew up like he was born in Oakland, but he moved to Vallejo in the okay. crest. I actually live like a minute away from the crest, mm-hmm. I was okay. like right by there. And E40, they're all predominantly rappers and singers. Yeah, I know E40, I know yeah. that for sure. And Mac Dre, because that's my generation, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, okay, so what is the crest? Can you explain that to people who don't know what that is? 
I I honestly don't know what it is, but it's it's basically I would say like a block. Okay. They named it after like it's predominantly where most of like I think gang violence gang violence happens. Okay. I'm not for sure for sure. So it's the hood, yeah, hood. yeah. I, I live by the hood. Like, yeah. kind of. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of that, I mean, how was did where you grew up? Was it a hood, or you just kind of lived by the hood? Where I grew up, it was hood. Yeah. I lived like like. It was like a one minute walk to the crest. Okay. Like it wasn't that far. My school was in the crest. I went to Solano Middle School. Um, and I, I'm not, I'm not going to deny it. I did grow up in like a predominantly like ghetto area, uh-huh. you know, so there wasn't a lot of racism where I came from because yeah. the majority of it was like predominantly people of color, PLCs, right. you know? It's very diverse. Yeah, it's pretty diverse. So I would say I'm glad I came from a place there where there wasn't a lot of racism, yeah. but like there, there was some racism if you look close enough. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you know, there's a lot of it's probably a lot different these days, but we don't we're not gonna get into that, right? But, yeah. So so you grew up in Vallejo, right? And then so you're half Mexican and half Filipino. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what was that like growing up? Because that's a half Mexican. You know, you were saying some things about that too. Yeah. You didn't look Mexican and Filipino, so talk about that a little bit. Well, a lot of people, I don't have a mom, you know, my mom is mainly the Mexican person in our family. She's full Mexican. My dad's like half Filipino and half Mexican. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I grew up with my Asian side more and it's kind of sad because I grew up with like the Asian stereotypes kind of like it's beautiful to have nice, long, black hair, pale skin and stuff. Whereas I feel like if my mom was in my life, I'd grow up accepting both cultures and appreciating Mm. for who I am. Oh, gotcha. So I feel like because of that, I grew up with like a lot of self-conscious issues with me, thinking okay. that sometimes I'm ugly, but now I don't care anymore. Yeah. I'm beautiful. Who Be I am. Be free. Live well, my life. Hey, yeah. respect that. Because you know what? The most beautiful people are the ones that like love themselves. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. There's some people that are quote unquote very whatever you say attractive good looking but they have no confidence or they're mm. just, just bad people so it makes them ugly right mm. there's people that are not and they have amazing but it's just all about how how you feel about yourself you know what i mean yeah so you so you grew up mainly in the filipino part of your family yeah okay i grew up eating traditional filipino dishes not really like i mean i kept in talk, contact with my mexican side like i would go to texas every now and then to see my grandma okay but i stopped like by the time i got to middle school Okay. Unfortunately, I think it's because I was I was in band. I was in band for seven years. I was actually a drum major and everything too. Cool, yeah. drum major. Yeah, that's awesome. So can you still drum? Drum major is different. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, drum major is the person who spins like the baton in the front oh, of the band. So yeah. you're the one that basically is yeah. that the one that directs the whole band. I don't direct it, but I call them to attention and lead them forward and march it. Okay. I was also I did also drum though, but so you were somewhat of a leader. Mm-hmm. Have you always kind of been a leader? That's a good question. I don't know. I feel it. Maybe, yeah. You know, I mean, you do have 60,000 followers on TikTok. So. And we'll get to that yeah. too. The so. <laughs> thing about TikTok is you got to be careful what you put out on there. TikTok, I would say, you think like, you know, Twitter is known for having a lot of drama and stuff. Mm-hmm. TikTok, you can't post anything on there. Like, a lot of people are sensitive when it comes to a lot of certain topics. You know, if I like, for example, if I talk about how I'm like half half, because, you know, mind you, I told people on my TikTok that I'm half Mexican, half Filipino. Mm-hmm. They, they don't believe me. They're just like... Really? Yeah. They, like, will come at you and say, you're, you're white. You're a colonizer, you know? And wow. then they'll call me, like, mean things like a white monkey sometimes. Oh, my gosh. And they'll call me, what, in Christopher Columbus is this? And I'm like, oh. 
But then, of course, the, they believed me eventually when I showed my grandma on one of the TikToks. Yeah. So it was it was kind of funny. But people on what I learned is Gen Z is very quick to judge yeah. than compared to most. But okay. they are very understanding once you get to them. You mm-hmm. just have to talk into a level where they can understand. That's what I learned. Okay. Yeah. So so. I mean, I guess I, that's all part of just putting yourself out there on social media mm-hmm. and, and the internet, the interwebs, right? Yeah. Yeah. You got, you're going to be, and, you know, a lot of that are just haters. Like, I don't, I love a quote that says, I never made a hater doing better than me, right? Like they're mm-hmm. hating because they're jealous or because it could be some like just dude in his underwear in his grandma's basement, you know what I mean? Yeah. Saying, you know? <laughs> so anyways. So let's getting back to you being a leader because you said you were a drum major. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of like a leadership role because, I mean, what happens if you didn't do your job well? Would that affect the rest of the band? Actually, yes. There uh, there have been a lot of times where I have gotten yelled at. Oh, really? Um, I, like, it wasn't that I was... I was, like, goofing around or anything, but it was because I was messing up, you know? Okay, yeah. So I kind of am thankful for her giving me really tough love. Her name's uh, Carmel Pajita. We call her PJ, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she's she been in the band for, like, more than 30 years or something wow. like that. Yeah. She's, like, a OG. So the band's her life, basically. Yeah, I... She takes it serious. She takes it serious, yes. Like, wow. I'm actually very thankful for her, though I didn't get to finish my, my last year in band due to COVID and also because I had to leave um i'm very thankful for her giving me a lot of tough love because it made me look and realize that even if i'm trying my best some people like in the real life with job experience they won't accept that you know and it also helped me a lot because that's when i was a waitress i was a waitress for about almost two years and it made me realize that like even if i tell like a customer that i'm doing my best and it's a tough day they they won't care you know because they're like what do i have to do with you you're not part of my life right you know so i'm thankful for Ben because it hit me with like the realistic life terms it made me realize that life is hard yeah it's mm-hmm. it's hard there's no ups and downs you're not always going to have your mom and your dad like so i'm very thankful that's why i'm very good on my own handling things wise you know like i bought my own phone and everything and stuff and i'm about to get my own phone plan now but you know ben it did get it did create some trauma <laughs> it yeah. did create some trauma there was a lot of drama but I'm actually very thankful for it because it made me to a stronger person. Yeah, today. like I say, what doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. Yeah. And it seems like you had someone that was not only a professional, but she was a leader. You know, like mm-hmm. she she didn't settle for less. And, and that's how you get the best out of people. You know what I mean? And sometimes they don't understand it at first. They think it's like, oh, you're just hard on me or whatever. But once once time goes by they realize that the person cared and they just wanted the best out of them mm-hmm. uh, and like you just said that actually made you be able to deal with life like yeah. it's crazy like you said who would have thought that band was going to help you prepare for life yeah especially we were um you know because a lot of band kids would get bullied from like the football players and stuff yeah because then he's like you guys don't do anything but the dumb jocks out, yeah out of yeah. everybody though band was there 24 7 i would be there at 6 a.m until 9 p.m at night and then i had like four ap classes too wow yeah i took like eight ap classes out of all of my high school that sounds kind of like the military actually yeah it, it's crazy i remember staying up like until like 1 a.m doing homework sometimes and then there'd be days where like no one was feeling it because yeah. they were so emotionally drained from everything you know especially we had we have a fall season we have a spring season we even have band camp over the summer like wow. it's so and especially since we came from a city, Vallejo, that doesn't really support the band 
like area, they didn't really provide us money, you know, wow, okay. unlike they did with the football people. Uh -huh. So every time we had it, we always had to do a fundraiser, you know, and yeah. every time my dad was just like, I'm just going to give you money because I'm tired of buying candy. Like, <laughs> oh. Is it candy? Yeah, because we would sell like candy, you know, yeah. like World's Finest and Chocolate stuff. bars right, or whatever, right. yeah. Oh. So and, what, what's well, the most candy you've ever sold in one, one fundraising year? Um, well, each box had like 60. I sold about three of them. Okay. One before, all in one week. Oh, so, wow. Yeah, I don't know. Kids, kids have like an obsession with eating during class. <laughs> I mean, I did too. I would be the one kid in the background just eating on the hot cheetos. Just like, <laughs> yeah, what was that again? Yeah. Not paying attention because you had your snacks, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So, um, so you grew up in Vallejo. What high school did you go to? Vallejo High School. Vallejo High School. Yeah. Is there only one high school in Vallejo? Or is there there's, a I think there's like three. There's okay. like St. Pat's, but it's like closer to Venetia, I think. Okay. I went to Vallejo High. Okay. Oh, really? For like two weeks. Oh, okay. So what oh, happened? Yeah. You know how that campus is. I, I can never be in school. Oh, okay. I was just too distracted and I wasn't interested. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. And the most yeah. successful people are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, yeah. that's why I'm here. Yeah. Look at look at my dad. He went to college. He didn't finish. Mm -hmm. Look at him now. He owns a Ferrari. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. You know, it, it makes me wonder, like, is college really worth it? Mm -hmm. But, of course, based on how I am, I, I'd be proud of myself to be known as the first person with a college degree in my yeah. family. That's right. That's we, right. We can yeah. talk about that because, you know, I'm an entrepreneur and I'm, there's nothing wrong with an education. Like, mm. it's very important to get an education. However, um, what my, my, my uh, argument or my, my dislike of the college system is number one, people get in tons of debt and there's no guarantee that you're actually going to get a career in what you majored in. I mean, yeah. If, I don't have the exact numbers, but if somebody looked up the statistics, like very few people actually are working in the career they went to school for, right? Mm -hmm. They don't really prepare you for life. They prepare yeah, they you don't. to be an employee, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, honestly, I think BAM prepared you more for life yep. than high school did. It, it helped me manage my money way more. Yeah. Like, you know, I wish like high school and college would actually raise you to be able to handle taxes, you know? Yeah. I'm yeah. learning from my dad. My dad doesn't even know. And he's just like, I pay someone to do it for me. And I'm like, well... I actually want to learn on my own, so I know if I mess up, it's on me. It's yeah. not on someone who just like screws me over and just takes all my money or something. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, especially that like I want to. I'm in the like I'm a film major. I want to be a music video editor. Okay. Like you know, I have kept it. Like I have talked to Ariana Grande's music video director before, mm -hmm. nice. Hannah Lux Davis, and then she gave me tips and stuff. But being more realistic with it now, I think I just may go into real estate, my second option, because being a music video editor, that's like one in a lifetime. Like, right. that's like, but never give up on your dream. Yeah, never give up, of course. Yes. Yeah. It, it is difficult. Like anything is difficult, right? Mm -hmm. But it's, it's, so I can just give you a little bit of advice, right? Because what I've learned in my, my life, and especially in the last 10, 15 years, is you can really do anything you want, but you have to be willing to put in the work mm -hmm. and you have to be willing to be patient because sometimes it's not going to happen overnight, right? Yeah. I mean, I think real estate would be a good, like, side hustle or career as you work on your, dream right mm -hmm. and that's what this podcast is all about you know we want to inspire people to find their true purpose and follow their bliss right because most people are not actually doing what they love yeah you know? um but but you're right it is difficult but it's not impossible right yeah it's not impossible yeah so it's always just, keep that goal i feel like most people who do succeed they were given the right opportunities exactly. you know and i feel bad because there's there's a lot of potential out there, but given where they are from or who they are, or even based on their skin color, they will never get that chance, you know? Some will, but then there's some that just work their butt off. Like, look at Kanye, you I know, know what I mean? Like, I mean, 
uh, everyone thinks Kanye is crazy, right? I think he's crazy. He, he's not crazy. He, I watched, I don't know if you watched Joe Rogan podcast. No, I don't. So he was on Joe Rogan podcast. It's like the number one podcast mm-hmm. in the world. He's actually like a genius. You know, he's a billionaire. Oh, I, I know. He's worth $5 billion. Okay. He's worth double what Donald Trump is. Right? And he's only been like building his wealth like for maybe the last 20 years. Oh my God. He's like, music? He's like, I was negative $4 million when it came to my rap career. He's like, but now I'm plus $5 billion with his other businesses. Yeah, like, especially Yeezy. Yeah. I, I don't care too. Yeah. But you know, he wants to make like Yeezy or some, he wants to make clothing and shoes that are affordable for everybody. There's like a new, uh, like a, like a, it's kind of like a croc, but it's mm. like an easy croc. I know what you're Yeah, about. yeah. He's like, I want to make this $15. He's like, I want everybody to be able to afford this. Yeah. Like, Good. Like, his, his, um, his clothing, the shoes used to be super expensive. Yeah. And I was going to make yeah. it affordable. Yeah. I paid, I paid, I paid $800 for like the oh. first original Yeezy, the yeah. pirate blacks, yeah. jet blacks. I have them now. Those go for like thousands of dollars. Yeah, but see, he created something that actually goes up in value. Yeah, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he said, yeah. He, I mean, you guys watch that podcast. Uh, this is not about Kanye; it's about you. But uh, he's a genius, and he's not crazy, right? And mm-hmm. um, I don't know what was I talking about for Kanye, but uh, I, I, we were talking about his oh, business. Yeah. he's a billionaire. He's yeah. way more than Donald Trump. My point is, like, it doesn't matter where you come from, what your skin color. I mean, it does help in some instances. Yeah. But it's not the ultimate. It's not like like there's people out there that no matter what they do whatever it takes and they become successful. And Kanye is a great example about that. Mark my words, he's going to be the governor of California one day, and he will eventually be the president. You know what I mean? And people will think he's crazy. It's a witch hunt after him, right? But anyways, getting back to that, I just want to tell you that it doesn't matter. You you can do it. I want you to pursue your dreams, pursue your passions, no matter what. Mm-hmm. It's possible. But real estate would be a good side, like a, like, a, like not, it's not a plan B, but it's just to make money mm-hmm. until your real dream takes off. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, so videographer, where'd that come from? I made a lot of edits. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, obviously, cause I'm very good at like being able to hack things kind okay. of, you know, I, I hacked After Effects because of me. You know, I, I don't pay for it. Okay. Um, and then I got a lot of plugins. Like, there's this thing called Sapphire plugins, so okay. it can add to your like video and stuff. And that plugin's like two thousand dollars. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I remember I showed you some of my edits before, haven't I? Uh, some of your videos. Yeah, some of my edits. I haven't you know, showed you my videos. Once, I think. Yeah. Later. Well, I'll, I'll show you. Yeah, I mainly just edit on After Effects because it's easier for me. Because okay. Premiere Pro, it's just like, oh my god, what is this? Oh, really? I don't know. To me, it's just so disorganized. I don't know. Okay. It, I, I'm just weird like that. Do you think uh, the same type of quality and everything can be done with After Effects as Premiere Pro? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. It, it just may be a little bit harder to like um, do certain things, maybe more steps than usual. Okay. Like I don't know for sure because I never really tried before Premiere Pro, like really hard. I only use Premiere Pro if it's just like a simple transition. But if I wanted to be a spin, a zoom, a shake or something, okay. I would use After Effects. All right. And so what kind of music videos do you, it was like your dream? What would be your dream to be a music video out of what kind of music Well, videos? now this is when it incorporates K-pop. So oh, okay. K-pop, their music videos, it's like artwork. It's wow. like a masterpiece. Okay. Like if you ever, I would suggest everybody who's here, go watch BTS Blood, Sweat, and Tears. It's like a whole art museum. Oh, like wow. it's like, wow. Like, and then the editing is so good. I want to try to incorporate that into American music videos, you know, yeah. but make it like our version, you know, 
Because over here, it's basic to have, like, you know, a girl dancing with right. all the guys, money in the air, and then, like, drugs yeah. and stuff, you know? The hip-hop yeah. stuff, yeah. The, but I want to make it, like, you know, like, something where it's, like, an actual... Because I took AP Lit just for this, too, you know? Okay. So I can include certain things that mean things, you know, like how a butterfly means peace and, like, yeah. love and stuff. Like, I want to include stuff, like, into music videos. Like, it's telling the story, not just uh-huh. a video of, like, people dancing, you yeah, know? That sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. So you would start with with K-pop, but you want to incorporate it into all types of American music. Yeah, I wouldn't say I would edit with K-pop people, like only in K-pop. I would say like my goal is to like just edit for like American music, you know? Okay. And then just put in what I partake in like some music videos. Not necessarily copy them, but like try to put it in a different way to actually tell a story and it unfolds, you know? Because majority of the time, the music videos here, like, don't get me wrong, it's beautiful, it's astronomical with, like, all the production, the lights and everything, and then the colors, but it's not really telling me a story, you know? Yeah. It's just dancing. And I'm like, so, oh. basically, you want to add a deeper meaning and story yeah. in the music videos? Because everyone, like, the song could be terrible, and then, but if you look in the lyrics, mm-hmm. the lyrics can tell you what the song's about. Right. I want to try to make the songs of the lyrics tell that in the music video you know oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. like the story that's like what I want to see. about like you know like you know taylor swift blank space or like you know like we're yeah. never getting back together you mm-hmm. know like i actually wanted to be a story of like like a couple or something being together and they break up i mean she did in her music video but i kind of feel like i could make it better <laughs> there you go yeah there you go taylor swift you got yourself a, a, a budding superstar editor here yep. that wants to help you yeah <laughs> T-Swift? Yeah. T-Swift? You know, it's it's cool because, you know, obviously I grew up in the 80s and the 90s, but in the 80s, like Michael Jackson in the 90s, his videos were like moods. Mm. Like they were like 15 minutes long and they were like movie like production. Thriller. Yeah, like thriller. Oh yeah, thriller. Like, now it seems kind of out of date, but back then, yeah. like I remember when I was five watching that, I was like, dang, like yeah. that makeup looked real. Like I actually thought it was a movie, yeah. especially the storyline for Thriller. That was yeah. a good, that was a good choice. Yeah. Like, especially Ed with the eyes, that's like iconic. Yeah. Now, whenever you see that, I just think of Thriller. Yeah. You know? So yeah. that they were true storytellers back then. Mm-hmm. So maybe we need to get back to the true storytelling. So you're, you're on something. Yeah. Like, the future. I feel like we lost our hope. Not yes. our hope, but no. our touch. Our time. Yeah. touch, yeah. That's not, what I mean. Something happened. They don't make movies like they used to. They don't yeah. make music like they used to. I don't know what it is. Maybe technology made it so easy that anybody can do it and they don't have to actually mm. be creative, you know? I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, if you look at it now, like, they're just, they're just like re- remaking old movies, like the yeah. Bolcha guys, you know? Oh, like, yeah. Like everything. Like, yeah. So Karate like, Kid is, yeah. like, is like the number one, like, show on Netflix or whatever. And it's like, from my generation I know I'm like yeah. how come all of a sudden everyone's about this now yeah like, it's like Cobra Kai never die like what are you talking about yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's so cool so you want to be a videographer with American stuff but you want to add the story and kind of like the creativity mm-hmm. part of like K-pop and stuff. yeah so let's talk about K-pop because I know you're a oh, huge yes, fan of K-pop period. and I'm very excited to talk about I love this it. so how did that start in Vallejo of all places too I know it's crazy you know um I would say probably it was it was very weird because K-pop when I was in middle school was not popular, but right. I would say this is like a year or two. Like K-pop was big before that kind of, but what was a major big like breakthrough? Even though a lot of people will say this group right as of right now BTS paved the way, and yeah. I believe I did. And they, I don't even know about K-pop, yeah. but I've heard of BTS. I, That's I'll, how popular I'll tell you, they are. I'll right? tell you my yeah. opinion about that in a second, but yeah. I feel like what made K-pop bigger 
with Gangnam Style. That's K-pop. Oh, is that's it? K-pop. Really? Oh, that yeah. video has like what two two billion views, three wow. billion oh, views. Oh, that was an awesome that's song. That's K-pop. Yeah. yeah, that's K-pop. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people didn't know that. That's K-pop though. What's his name again? Sai. Sai. Oh my Gangnam Style. Yeah. 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 So he made K-pop mainstream, basically. He or kind of like. I would say that he he opened the realm to a lot of people mm-hmm. who got curious and they probably yeah. searched up like what is K-pop, you know, but it didn't mm-hmm. really make it as big as I would say BTS did. Okay. I don't necessarily think BTS did pave the way for K-pop to become a global mainstream here, right. but I think they paved the way for artists that are not just Spanish and American to be able to come in and top charts and beat people. Like BTS tops charts against Cardi B. They beat wow. they beat Ariana Grande. You know, they have the fastest YouTube video in yeah. like in one day. You know, it's it's super crazy. And then especially the fans dedication, I feel like as if none of this would happen if it wasn't for the fans. Like when it comes to K pop, each group, their fandom has their own name. Like BTS's their Korean name is Bangtan Soyeondan, mm-hmm. which means like bulletproof Boy Scouts, you know. Oh, wow. So that's why their army, they're like their group's called Army. Their fandom's called Army because okay. bulletproof Boy Scouts. So the right? army, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's like I feel as if I think what helped BTS the most was their fandom, and they were the underdogs. Okay. I, I like during their time they were the underdogs of the group, you know. Who was the pop the big dogs during K-pop's rise to to start? Sly was big for a cool minute. Then once he had to go to his military enlistment, it was Big Bang. Big Bang. Big Bang and EXO. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to G-Dragon. Yeah, he's, he's about to have a comeback. I can't wait. It's the best, <laughs> the best one. Okay, so so now BTS is the, the, yeah, the number B- one? Yeah, BTS is the top dog as of right now. So, so again, how did you start to like K-pop growing up in Atlanta? Basically, okay, so a year after Gangnam Style came out, or like two years after... My friend was telling me about this boy group named EXO, okay. you know, so they're, they're, she was like, watch this music video, like it just came out and it was called Love Me Right. Yeah. So I watched it and I was like, this is so like aesthetically pleasing. And mind you, I was like a little nerdy girl back then. Like I was into Panic at the Disco, like yeah. t- like uh, 21 Pilots, everything, you know, American Idiot, everything like that. So then when she showed me that, I was like, yo, and mm. they were like so good looking to me. I was just like. Wow. And like questioned me. So then I wasn't into it, into it, I would say, but I knew of it and I listened from time to time. But when I really got into it is when BTS finally got on billboard okay. for the top 50 for like a award show. BTS actually kind of helped me get into them more because it made me realize, oh, wow, like people actually like it just like me. And, mm-hmm. you know, and then that's when it comes with the fandom, because the fandom actually they're very nice majority of them. Mm-hmm. And it showed me that, like, it's cool to see someone who's exactly like me like the same thing as me you know yeah. it's like when you meet someone at a coffee shop oh you have this in coffee then. <laughs> yeah they gave you like validation like, yeah i'm not like the only one yeah i'm not the only <laughs> yeah. one uh, so so bts is your your, your favorite band now? nope it's 80s oh okay <laughs> so who are the 80s um 80s they just hit two years they okay. just they just hit their two-year debut anniversary uh they were rookie groups just two three weeks ago they're not anymore but 80s is a eight-member boy group. Okay. Yeah. Mind you, these K-pop groups, they have a lot of members. There's a group called 17, and you have 13 members. There's K-pop groups have 21 members. Wow. There's, there's a lot. There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, what about 15 members? Who's that? There was a girl group that's like... Are you talking about Girls' Generation? Is probably. That girls' Generation? Yeah. Because I know you're more into the older K-pop. Yeah. I think that's what you're talking about, Girls' Generation. There's like... Yeah, there's a lot of them. 
There's that's a lot of people. Manage all those people. That's like, like a that's like a band. Yeah, it's a legit yeah. like army basically. Maybe you being in band kind of made you like these bands like K-pop because it's a whole mm-hmm. group actually, of people. Yeah, I can actually influence that. What I base statistics not statistics, but based on what I know, most people who like K-pop are someone who were like in drama club and were in clubs and band. If you were like a jockey or something in high school, I mean, I'm not saying you weren't yeah. like you can be in like K-pop, but mm-hmm. majority of people I have met, they had a background like me. That's why I feel like K-pop is so special to me because we all like went through same situ- situations kind of as if, yeah. and then we all like were like, well, you were in band, I was in too, you know. And I think what I noticed too is that most people who are in band, they they have very different taste in music than most people do who are like mainstream yeah. i think it's because we we know how music works you know yeah so we we know how the beat is it'll be generic bass and beat so maybe look for the lyrics yeah so you guys actually you guys can dissect and appreciate music yeah like if someone puts like you know this modern uh what do they call it the uh, auto-tune mm-hmm. you know generic just a beat and like I mean, some of these songs are just ridiculous. Like, oh, yeah. It's not even, it's just like one phrase over and over again, and it's like super popular, right? Yeah. But you coming from a music background, a band background, a bunch of instruments coming together, you seem like pretty creative too, because anybody that gets into like videography is creative, mm-hmm. you know? I guess I could see where you can appreciate the K pop because it's true art, like it's band, it's like, it's a whole. It's a whole, uh, what's the word? It's a whole um, orchestra or a whole, um, like, a, like a show. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah. It's not just like someone rapping or someone singing or someone auto-tuning over something. You know? mm-hmm. That's cool. It's, it's very great, especially like the fan devotion towards it. Like K-pop fans, like, we have our, like, our own language, you know? Oh, wow. like, like, who's your bias? You know, that means like, you know, your bias towards an opinion, basically towards your member. And mine, in this case, with ATs, my bias is Mindy. Okay. You know? So we'll talk about that. Because how people understand it, some people have no idea what you're talking about. I know. Bi- bias is like, you, you. there's like a four-member group, let's say. Who's your favorite member? Okay, you know? so who's so your favorite your band member? Basically. Yeah, basically. That's what your bias is. Yeah. It's, it's, like a, it's like a whole language, a system, yeah, and everything. Yeah, it's a language. Wow. Because, like, obviously, when I was growing up, the boy bands were, like, New Kids on the Block. Mm-hmm. Uh, in sync, uh, Backstreet Boys, like that was like the boy bands that I grew up with, you know. Uh, and then, would you say that K-pop is kind of like an extension of boy bands, or is it something completely different? I wouldn't say it's it's like it's not as different. I would say is they're they're put through a lot more than what you see in One Direction or like you know Why Don't We or like Backstreet Boys have gone through, you know they have gone through years of training just to become in a boy group. Because in Korea, to become in a like, K-pop group or to be an idol, you need to go through years of training. You yeah. have to live in a dorm with other people. You have to... And especially the fact, too, is that even if you aren't Korean and you're, like, Vietnamese or um, you're from Thailand or you're, like, Japanese, you still have to learn their language and take on upon their culture, you wow. know? So they take it seriously. It's they almost like a martial seriously. art. Oh, uh, it kind of trust me, it kind of is. Yeah, <laughs> it's like an artwork, you know. Especially there's this company called SM Entertainment. You know, it is there. There's companies there. You know, like how we have Motown. It's like very big. Mm-hmm. SM is known as like Motown over there, oh, like wow. the biggest of the biggest. You know, well, not as big as Big Hit anymore because BTS has been reeling in that money. But SM Entertainment, they have a lot of trainees, and they 
it's like, it's crazy, you know, because they, they would have them, like, their schedules would be like, wake up at 6 a.m., go on a run. Because you have to be a certain weight to be in a group. Uh, you can't just be, like, any size, you know, like how Lizzo yeah. is. You know, I appreciate it. Yes. Love your body. But it's it's crazy because you have to fit their ideal types. Some some idols, idols is basically the person in the group, you know, famous person. They would have to undergo plastic surgery just so they can have the ideal look for the wow. group. Like, if your jaw is too wide, like for me, if I wanted to be a K-pop of course I won't, though, because I would get attacked if I tried to. Yeah. Um, they would... Care well, the reason why... Oh, I'll get back to that in a okay, second. I'll right. tell you why. It's it's a big story. This this goes with the racism and stuff. Okay. Basically, um, if I was, like, Korean and I wanted to be a K-pop idol, they would tell me my nose is too big, I'm not pale enough, they would bleach my skin, oh my and then they would, like, shave down my jaw, probably, and then they would... And then, you know, a sad thing too is that there, there are videos of idols passing out on the floor while performing yeah. because they are trying to lose weight. So they starve themselves so they can fit the ideal standard type, you know? That's crazy. That's why a lot of like the Korean fans, they love them when they have the Korean ideal type. But when it comes to international fans, they love it when they love themselves. You know, they let yeah. free, they eat as much as they want, they yeah. do whatever they want, you know? And going back to that now when you're like, who cares if you want to be a K-pop? I'll, I'll tell you why. So basically, this is my opinion with it. Let's be honest here. Whenever an Asian wants to become like an actor out here, they're mainly ruled for like stereotypical like roles, yeah, you know, yeah. like Jackie Chan is sometimes, you know, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. K-pop, I would say now, since it's a global phenomenon and it's like a genre now in America, it is the only thing an Asian really has to be, you know, make it big you know mm-hmm. have their dreams where you could appreciate the asian culture and stuff you know so when you see like a like a, for example a white person trying out for like a k-pop group or a k-pop thing people get very pissed about that because they're yeah. like you have everything in america you have the privilege to do what you want why can't asians have their own thing you know yeah you know what i'm saying so yeah. so they feel like they're taking away their thing yeah that's when that's kind of like when tiger woods went into golf yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> when, that's, that's when the terms come out because yeah. they'll call like people who aren't like Asian at all or Korean, they'll call them a Koreaboo. It's the same thing as a Weeaboo. Koreaboo is like you're not of one race, like you're not Korean, but you'll act Korean, you'll try to be Korean, or you'll lie about your race. Like, like a wigger? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's crazy, you know? I don't, you know, you can love K pop any age. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no limit on anything you want to like, you know? Right. But, what drives some of the fans crazy is that they don't see what, like, they're like, you can appreciate the music, but what's the point of you trying to say, like, you want to be Korean? Like, why does it want to make you want to be Korean? Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, another thing, too, is that it's it's sad, though, because some people, they just like K-pop for the people. They don't like it for the music at all. Like, and that's when it comes in with the Asian fetish, you know? Yeah. Some people only like K-pop because they have a fetish for Asian people because of K-pop, you wow. know? <laughs> and some people only like Asians because of K-pop. It's it's actually sad. It's very sad. Wow. Like, whenever, like, say, for example, like... Actually, I'll tell you the true story. Um, one month ago, I was, like, walking around, like, in SF by my... Because, like, I've not, I, I just moved to recently walking around. And there was, like, this very cute guy. So I went up to talk to him. I was like, I think he was Vietnamese. Yeah. I don't know exact race. So I was like, oh, hi, like, you live here? And he was like, yeah. And then I think he saw, like, because I had, like, my ATs bag, kind of. Uh-huh. And then it's not really bad. I'll show you in a second. Okay. They were like, you like K-pop? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, bye. They just, oh, like, wow, get really? up and like, bye? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because Asian students, uh, 
they're like not Asian stands, but like Asian people. They kind of understand now. All of a sudden, like how come now all of a sudden, like it took K-pop for you to actually like Asian people? You know what I'm saying? Wow, is that mm-hmm. deep? It is that deep. Some some people take it that deep, especially when oh, there's so much with it. Especially when it comes to cultural appropriation, that's a big deal. You know, okay. talk about that a little bit. So like, um, how do I explain this? Okay, so. They'll have, like, each group do comebacks. You know, in K-pop, it's normal to have a comeback every, like, four to six months. Wow. You know, like, you know, in America, they'll just release an album wait, like, three, eight yeah, years. Exactly, right? And over there, you know, you have a comeback every four wow. or six months. So it kind of keeps them relevant. Yeah. Like, keeps them fresh. Yeah, it keeps them fresh. That's what it helps. And then they have music shows, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, like, how we have, like, kind of, like... It's not really a show, but they have, we have channels where it just plays music. Mm-hmm. Like the TV used to be. Yeah, it's like that over there, but it's actually like competing. And then people vote. Like, like they're voting 24-7 over there. So it's like American Idol meets MTV. I don't know. It's, okay. it's so confusing over there. Okay. So it's, like, it's a competition. Yeah, it's like a competition. Like, yeah. It's kind of a smart strategy if you think about it. Oh, it, it is. It is, yeah. trust me. And it's like proactive. It's crazy. They are. And the thing is, too, what helped influence K pop to become bigger is their social media presence. Okay. Social media presence is very big for them. You know, they have to have a YouTube, they have to have a TikTok. They have to, you know, sometimes I feel bad because some companies, they'll force them to post. They'll mm-hmm. force them to be like, you have to post, you have to do this, you have to do that. And then there's like fan signs, of course. Uh, I can show yeah, you that too right now. So what's a fan sign before you show everybody? So basically a fan sign is when you have to, it's like a raffle basically. You know, instead of buying tickets, you have to buy albums. Okay. Albums are like 20 to $30. And this is what I was going to tell you when you were like, Gen, you're going to be like, Gen Z's can't handle money. People will buy a 20 to $30 album just for this. Oh, wow. Just, just for one this. Card. Just, oh, yeah. just card. for this. No, you know what? I, I'm not saying that's bad because like when I grew up in my generation, it was sports cards, like mm-hmm. baseball cards, basketball cards, football cards. And you buy, well, now it's like crazy. Back then, the packs would be like $2, 3 oh, a pack. Yeah. Now it's $30 a pack, like you said, for one card. And the rest of the cards are just a waste. <laughs> yeah, oh, actually, like sometimes too, you know, yeah. this is why they're also good with their business strategy, you know, because you don't get a card of every member. It's random. You don't know who you're yeah, getting. Yeah. So when it's not their member, there will be people who will just buy the album over and over until they get their favorite person. So or, an album is, is like a pack of cards plus the music? Yeah, actually, you can you can look at it. I brought an extra one just for you to look at. Okay, just, you can show it to everybody. You can, so, look at this. you can look at the signed one. All right, well, look at this. So this is an album. That's right? an album. You'll right. be surprised at what's this in it. Wow, look at this. It comes like in plastic and it comes with its own little... little uh, little booklet so what's this booklet right here it's photos photos they have concept photos oh wow so it's like photos of people Mm -hmm. you guys can see that there's yo saying who's yo saying yo song who's yo song um he's like basically people say he's the underappreciated member in ATs because he doesn't have a lot of lines but i would say he's one of the favorites Okay. Oh, and here's here's the actual. They look like supermodels, you guys. Yeah. Oh, they are. Like, I mean, fashion. I'm gonna say that. Like, I mean, I'm not into like K-pop, or, but he's a pretty good-looking dude. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it's not like so. They they do their they do their homework. You know what I mean? Yeah, they do their homework. Yeah. Well, actually, just recently for this come that video for that for that album for that comeback, they went underneath the scandal because one of the one of the members, Hong Jun, the leader, he had cornrows, and that's cultural appropriation. Uh, when it comes to K-pop stands, you got to be careful because they they will attack. You know, so I violated the protocol. 
basically, well, it's not really his fault because it's the company's fault. The company oh. never does research when they do stuff because I'm not going to lie. They take a lot from like African culture, Mexican culture. They'll take all these yeah. elements, you know, mm-hmm. and then they'll do stuff that is offensive to some people without realizing like the outcome of it. You yeah, know, they're just trying to they like the style and they just probably want to copy. Is that what it is or? I would say, I think it's because they try to follow in trend. Okay, trend. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, majority of artists now are part are POCs, you know? Yeah. So it makes sense for them. Mm-hmm. They are trying to break into the States and they're POCs, trying to do that. What, can you explain P- that? People of color. Yeah. Oh, people okay. of color. You know? People of color. I'm a person of color. I think everybody on this panel. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Even yeah. though you're light-skinned and I'm, I used to be light-skinned, but I'm still Mexican. But it's because so. I, like I like to be, I don't like being tan. I look like I'm tan. <laughs> yeah, but... Going back to it though, like that's because you're a K-pop fan. I am no, yeah. not really. <laughs> this is my grandma. My like, oh. was like, "You're so tan." Really, your yeah. grandma is Filipino. Yeah, so because I used to have Auntie Mary. Yeah, but Filipino she doesn't actually tan. She, she's she's yeah, tan. She's my, tan. Though. My dad is dark, and my dad's sister is yeah. Right. Her my dad's sister is her grandmother. But isn't there a Filipino like Ilocano? Is it? Yeah, my dad's Ilocano. Yeah, we're we're your grandmother. Yeah. yeah. So Ilocanos, they pride themselves on being lighter, right? Isn't that is that true? I, I'm not I, sure. I, I feel like I've met Ilocanos and they're of, they're lighter sometimes. It's kind of every Asian type, you know. They yeah. want to try to be paler. Mm. That's why they'll do like skin bleaching. But you know, I would say majority of Filipinos don't really care. Yeah, because I mean, the, I mean, most of the Filipinos that I know, they're tan skin. Yeah. It's awesome. Like you know, there's nothing wrong with it. But I, I say like maybe the Eastern Asians are more lighter, like the Vietnamese, mm-hmm. the Koreans, the Japanese. And I think it has to do with where you're from because I mean, Filipinos are Islanders. Yeah. And that's the whole argument. We could talk about that because Filipinos call themselves Asians, but they're also, but I consider them more like But they're also, but, but I consider them more like specific Islanders, which is different because, Asian is like is different because for me, an Asian is like Vietnamese, a Chinese, right. a Japanese. Could that's Asian. Even Indian right? people could be completely wrong. Yeah. Even that's Indian South people are considered Asian. Yeah. That's South Asian because right? yeah. they're South in Asia, right? Yeah. They're in Asia. It's like Filipinos and they're considered islanders, like Filipinos and they, they all kind of have a similar and they, like, they all kind of have a similar like look and stuff like that. So I don't know what do you what are, what are, so, so what are, what are Filipinos? Are they Asian? Are they islanders? Well, are they both? When you search it up, it they're a part of the Asian continent, okay. Asian part. But I think the reason why a lot of people don't really associate like them with Asians is because. Number one, of course, we like. I can't say it right. Island, Pacific Island, Pacific Island, 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 I can't say it right. Pacific Island, yeah, Pacific Islander. Yeah. Very, they're very close yeah. to Hawaii, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then another thing too is that I think also because it got caught by Spain when it came to like enslavement by Spain, you know. Yeah, that's why some some Mexicans and some Filipinos look the same kind of. No, Joe Coy talks about Filipinos are Asian Mexicans. Yeah, they are. We both were conquered by this, right? We both went to the Imata for very right. It's not very healthy. We're very family oriented, you know. Uh, traditionally, we're tanner, you know what I mean. So hard work thing, you know. The, so they do say, I mean, that's Joe Joe Coy. I'm not Filipino, so I don't always speak Filipino. But Joe Coy is like, yeah, Filipinos are just Asian Mexicans, you know. Yeah, my mom is mestiza. You haven't met her yet, but she's light skinned She could look like really. I, I haven't met your mom either. I'll send you some photos. I think your mom was Visaya. Yeah, mestiza means um light skin. Like really, because mestizo yeah, in Spanish yeah, means yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. See, I was, yeah. was going to bring that up too. Like your your numbers is our like is our time system, isn't that? 
Or is it the other way? Well, is it hard numbers? I mean, we're, yeah. we're all colonized by Spanish. Yeah. If, I, if Mexicans spoke their native language, it would not be Spanish. It would be like some Indian, like, my name would be like Guatemoc or something like that. Like, it's super hard language to speak, too. Um, we wouldn't be speaking Spanish. We wouldn't be Catholic. We wouldn't have, like, my last name is Estrada. That's a Spanish. And Spanish people are European. They're white. They're not, like, Latinos. They're they're. European, right? But anyways, I won't get, get into it, but basically a Mexican is a, a, a Native American plus a European mix because obviously the conquistadors came and they raped most of the women, so that's where when you get Mexicans that are all different colors are all But uh, Filipinos the same. You, you're conquered by Spain, Spain for many years, you're Catholic. Like that that's a Spanish religion. Like that comes from Spain. If you go back, if you go back to the the natives of the Philippines, they probably did not. They were not Catholic. I don't know what it is, but you know the Aztecs, the Incas, the Mayas. They they weren't Catholics. They worshipped like the sun god and you know all these different gods and stuff like that. They were different. You know, they had different last names. They were they didn't speak Spanish. My uh, my middle name is Perez. Yeah, well, that's, that's on my mom's side, and my mom's uh, father has some Spanish blood in him. Uh-huh. I never met him. And then my grandmother um, used to pray in Latin every afternoon, every day, because well, Catholic. Just, yeah, yeah. But that makes sense. That's just that's Spanish. just colonization. Like, oh. like it, there's parts of Africa oh, where they speak by the French. French. Yeah, because oh, they're really? colonized so by the French. Yeah. yeah. So you have Africans mm-hmm. speaking straight up French. There's parts of Africa that are colonized by the British. So they English is their number one I mean, that's not major language, mm-hmm. but but I mean that's not the native Africans. I mean, a lot of it has to do with people colonized. A lot of it has to do with people so, colonized. So yeah, <laughs> but so so you would say that Filipinos are but they're also still considered Asians, but they're also Islanders too. I would say they're considered like Asian, but they mainly like their culture is mainly with like part of like like I don't know how to explain it like Islander. Like, well, I used to consider myself Pacific Islander, like, growing up, mm-hmm. and until you have to make a choice, is it Asian, are you Hispanic, yeah. other, I'm like, okay, I'm going for Asian, yeah. and then people would tell me, like, oh, we're Asians, like, what? Yeah. I thought but we're Pacific Islanders, yeah. but we are part of Asia. Yeah. So I yeah. think it's both. Um, if you guys know, leave yeah. in the comments, Fire what is it? Is it Pacific Islander? Is it Asian? Is it both? I had a confusion for a long time, too, because I used to put my race as white. Because someone what? told me, someone told no, someone told me your race is white, but your nationality or ethnicity is Hispanic. So oh. I used to put white and Hispanic. But then recently, I I was told, no, your race is Native American, and your ethnicity is Hispanic Latino. And I was like, oh, that makes more sense. You know what I mean? Um, so for years, I just put, I mean, whatever. Like it's funny because I was born in 1977, right? Mm-hmm. Um. Back in the 70s, there was no Pacific Islander. And yeah. It was black, white, yellow, brown, pretty much, you know what I mean? So on my birth certificate, my mom is Mexican, but she looks very light-skinned, hazel eyes. They put my mom as white. On my birth certificate, it says my mother's white. Mm. Yeah, I think they did that in my school. They put me yeah. white and Hispanic. Yeah. And then they, my they dad is Mexican, me. basically. <laughs> it was like white and brown, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. So, But okay, anyways, if you guys know, leave it in the comments. I mean, but if you do your DNA test, that's where you can really find out why you look, people look so different. Because I did my DNA test, I'm basically 45% European, 48% Native American, and 5% African. Mm. So, uh, not, but see, Africa is a continent. 
Yeah. That's what people don't realize. Like African doesn't mean you're like, you know, let's just say black, right? Yeah. There's Morocco, there's Egypt, there's like all these different countries in Africa, right? Um, so it's North Africa where my ancestors come from. But there was 1% Nigerian, which is pretty crazy. Like that's a high percentage, right? But anyway, so so basically I'm about half white, half Native American, and a little bit of my where we all eventually came from, which is Africa. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So okay, so um let's get back to the K pop, because I know you have a lot to talk about. That. I don't know how we got on this, right? Oh, because we were we were talking about races. How, oh yeah, like, yeah. you know and cultural appropriation. Yeah, too, cultural right? appropriation, yeah, yeah. It's a very heavy thing with you know, because I'm not every idols like this but they they whenever they like try to showcase like different types of like races they always do the stereotypes yeah you know there's like a video of i don't know who it is it just recently happened but it's a video of a guy he's an idol and he was like with the little girl and they were both putting on like um mexican hats and like the ponchos and maracas and everything and it was like kind of like it's kind of like stereotypes you know in k-pop no, it wasn't a K-pop. It was a TV show. Oh, it was okay, in a TV right. show, but the guy was a K-pop idol, I believe. I, I don't uh, know the whole scenario. I don't know where he's from, but a lot of Mexican like K-pop stands were offended, you know. Yeah, and I'm sure, I'm sure that they were just trying to like support the culture and not like trying to make fun of it, you know. Yeah, yeah it's definitely about the attention. Like, are you making fun or are you actually celebrating them? Yeah, because you know I mean, like, I don't know. Anyways, it happens it, all over the place. It's, yeah, it's just sure. how it's just on how the people are. You know, since majority yeah. of the fans are younger generation Z, they kind of just look at things now and they get. I'm not gonna lie. I will admit to we get offended very easily. That's like, true. Talk over about the littlest that. things ever. Because yeah, like, I don't have any idea what Generation Z is like. My kids are gonna probably be Z or maybe the new generation. No, Generation gener, Generation Z is already over. I think. Oh, the, so the what's new the new generation? generation? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. A, it goes back to A. Yeah, yeah. A, A. We're going back. You're back to A. Right? You're back to A. Yeah. yeah. We ran out. We ran out of letters. Right. <laughs> You're Generation One now. We're going to generation numbers, right? One. Yeah. So talk about Generation Z because it's interesting to learn for all the people out there who don't know. It's yeah. a very misunderstood generation. Yeah. So, okay. So I would say this, like you know how like majority of your generation they feel like if someone does wrong they'll just politely tell them what they did wrong mm. generation z they are so quick to judge the bullet that they'll go straight to cancel culture and cancel culture i totally disagree with that because they believe that once you make that one mistake you're canceled for the rest of uh, your life so there's no room for this for error yeah so but black and white yeah basically there's and no it but theory. thankfully now though like generation z i would say that they're very understanding and they learn easily so I think they're starting to now realize that cancel culture is stupid. It's dumb. Yeah, because I've never even heard the term cancel culture. So oh, it's all over TikTok. Haven't you ever seen like hashtag like Joe Biden's over party or something like that? That's the funny thing about TikTok. And I need to get into it. Oh, that's on Twitter. Especially for this podcast. <laughs> so this is how I know I'm getting older. Because I missed <laughs> Twitter, right? Like, Because this is what happened. My password kept not working. And it kept happening. I just got so frustrated. I said, Forget this, I'm not getting into Twitter. So I have a Twitter, but I barely use it, but I know how I need to get into it, right? Uh, I got into Instagram, I got into Facebook, mm -hmm. I got into Snapchat, but now Snapchat is boring. I'm so over it. I don't know how Z feels about that. Oh, Gen Z, they're like, if you tell me, if you're like, add me on Snapchat, we could talk there, we're automatically like, no, we're not. Cancel culture. Yeah, right we're not talking to you. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so what is it for Gen Z? Is it TikTok? Yeah, I would say it's, it's 
at first, like for a good moment, it was Twitter. But as of right now, I feel like since TikTok is like a very big hype right now, and TikTok has a lot of drama. Yeah. As of right now, the attention story that because Gen Z is drawn towards drama. Like whenever yeah. drama were the first people to be like, "Spill the tea, sis. What's the tea?" Uh, like you know. But then. What do you mean? What's the tea? And uh, it's like it's uh, Gen Z's talking meme. Ah. <laughs> we like we do a lot of meme references. So yeah. like, what's the four one one or like yeah. what's, what's the new gossip oh, about? Okay. Or something like what's the tea but we don't okay. do that though we just we just like do like because you, you know like how like you know if you watch can possibly be like what's the stitch you know okay. for us it's like what's the tea sis okay. and as of right now the biggest joke right now is like i ain't never seen no pr- two pretty best friends so it's one of them that gotta be <laughs> exactly right it's like the biggest joke as of right now like it's it's everywhere i can't escape it like it's just and they're getting so creative with it like gen z's i feel like they're like probably the most creative i've ever seen that's the, a good like, thing though I know it is really good, but then but they gotta use it for good. Yeah, a lot of the thing about Gen Z, you have a lot of dark humor. Yeah, it's it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad. So dark humor is like memes. Dark, it's it's memes, but it's like with um dark stuff. You know, like um I have a friend. Explain that a little bit. I have a friend, and it's a they they make jokes about racism, like you know, kind of uh, yeah. like that, you know. But you know, I don't think racism is that big of a deal to Z because you guys probably grew up in the most multicultural yeah. of generations. That's why. That's probably why you guys tease it so much. That's why I feel like that's why whenever someone is generally trying to be like racist, we're Gen Zs are the quickest ones to call them out. Yeah, that's why like. We kind of gatekeep TikTok, if yeah. you understand what I'm saying. Because, yeah. yeah, if you think about it, like, your generation is probably the most mixed generation out of them all. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, you know, Mexican-Filipino. Like, probably maybe 20 years ago, you didn't really see too many Mexican-Filipino. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you'll see, like, so many different mixes of people, right? Um, talking about memes, though, because I had I, I talked about this. Like, I even have a clip on it. I said, yeah. That's how they're going to tell history for, like, your generation. Yeah, they are, yeah. Like, literally, that's going to be history. Those are the it history is. books for, for these and millennials. And, and, you know, the thing, too, is, like, majority of, like, memes, some some memes originate from K-pop, you know? Really? Like, there's this meme of a guy, like, painting his face like a clown, dressing up like Ronald McDonald. Yeah. And it's, like, used so many times. And then whenever, like, someone who hates K-pop uses it, we're just like, you know, it's a K-pop meme, right? <laughs> and then they're, they're all of a sudden, like, quick to delete it, you know? Wow. Yeah. It's, it's crazy, you know, because especially, like, Gen Z's people, like... We're like, I feel like we're the most democratic, like, like, generation ever. Like, you know, we, we believe in, like, rights for everyone, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. We're, mo- we're, we're, like, all most likely with, like, LGBT, yes, yeah. Black Lives Matter and stuff like that, you know? That's a good thing because, you know, obviously we're still in the midst of probably the most important election in my lifetime. Oh, yeah. Obviously, you know, and, you know, uh, whether you like the president or not, this country is more divided than it's ever been and they're kind of becoming more tribal right because of you know the stuff that he he did um but i always like just like i we have a clip of the i lived through seven presidents right and so i've been through it all like they'll vote democratic and then they'll forget like they kind of forget the mistake and then they'll vote republican and then they'll vote democratic like it's like oops Oops. Oops! No, I want to change. You know, Oops. and that's I want to change. That's why, that's I, why change. I need a two-party system. You know, because yeah. I took AP Gov. You know, I I like other like I like Libertarian Party. I like the BNT Party. I like yeah. other parties. You know, I actually when I get the chance to vote, I couldn't vote this time because I just missed the like age. Come on, Z. Oh, you just missed the age. Three months. Oh yeah. shoot, man. It's okay. Uh, you know, according to the results of the polls and stuff, it looks like America is actually speaking. They they woke up, you know. Yeah. I mean? Like they're showing, like we don't want 
division. We don't want this. We want something different because, you know, when it's all said and done, obviously this is the perfect 2020 result for election. <laughs> Not, it's going to take like a week before we actually find out. I know, you know. Know what I mean? Especially there's only four people counting Nevada votes. Yeah. They, showed, they showed like, um, it was on TikTok. There's four people counting. Yeah, they showed a video. They were live showing the people counting, and there was just four people. Oh my god! How many? Like, it was like tons of boxes. No, like they took a break, and uh, I think yesterday at twelve in the afternoon, and they started again today at twelve. They better get a raise or something. Like, wow, it's crazy. You guys gotta hire some more people to count. Another thing too is that um, I feel like the reason why a lot of people are endorsing Joe Biden is because like. I have not met a single K-pop stand that supports Trump. Really? Yeah, and the reason why everyone see Trump, you lost because of K-pop. Oh uh, yeah, you know you you know about that, right? How he was having uh-huh. a, a Trump rally on Juneteenth in Tuska, like to, I don't know where exactly, but basically how you could like buy tickets online, you can like RS, RSVP them. It was K-pop stands who kept on RSVPing them. It did not show up, so that's why half of his wow. arena was empty because of us. That's crazy. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, like I RSVPed like twenty of them. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I ain't trying to. Yeah, I heard about. I did hear about that. Right? Like he expected like fifty thousand, and there were yeah. like four thousand people. It's pretty sad. It's mainly because you know he. You could tell he's very racist towards, I would say, Asians. You could tell yeah, everybody. I, I don't know if he's doing it just to basically get the cult like following, mm-hmm. or if he's truly racist. Maybe he is. Maybe he isn't. But um, you know, the thing about him is he's not a politician. Yeah, he's not. He's a businessman. He's a businessman. He's a businessman. Businessman do whatever it takes to win. Yeah. That's it. That's what know? I'm saying. That's why yeah. America's so bad, right? Yeah. As of right now. Yeah. You know? But you you can't run but obviously he's also not a very successful businessman. Yeah, like, he's not. He's bankrupted so many companies. Like, yeah, yeah I, I billions, in, in his tax file, like you don't understand. Like when people found out how much he paid in taxes, so many K pop stands roasted them. They're like, I bought more albums and K pop tickets than how much you paid in taxes. Like it's it's kind of sad, you know. I was just like, wow, like, you know. But then again, some Gen Zs they're so quick to like make fun of you. They'll be like, oh, you're a chill supporter. I'm not listening to you, you know. Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know, hypocritical for them to do that. If that is a word, is that a word? Yeah. yeah. And then you're talking about June fifteenth. Oh yeah, because Trump Trump hosted a rally on like Juneteenth in Tuscaloosa. I don't know if that's the same, exact same. Tuscaloosa? Yeah, something like is that. Is Alabama? I don't It sounds like in the South. Yeah. Yeah, basically and it was like... <laughs> there was like a big big massacre there, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was like a big racist thing, basically. Mm-hmm. Hosted on that day and all that good stuff. And it, because of that, every every Gen Z, and especially, it was mainly the K-pop stands that were doing this. We would... Because he had the website and you could RSVP a free ticket as many as you want. You know, you just have to wait a day and you can RSVP more. So he did that and every single K-pop stand like RSVP and did not show up. That's why half of his arena was empty. You know, I'm not going to lie. I RSVP 20 of them. (laughs) There you go. I didn't. I I wasn't going to go. I just was like, you know, let's just do it, you know. But that's important for anybody to understand. Anybody who wants to have uh, presence or is out there or they need votes or they need you know popular opinion you have to understand like every generation like so what i'm learning now is that you know trump lost arizona which is like more it's always been a red yeah. state like yeah. red to the core and then texas was a toss-up for a cool minute yeah and that was like, crazy like i would have never thought texas to kind of be yeah. like confused you know what i mean 
So the reason they're saying that he lost Arizona was because one, when he when he made fun of McCain, mm-hmm. right? And that's like a big McCain state, right? Mm-hmm. And then number two, the Hispanics came out like like strong. Yeah. Because of like the kids in cages and all that. And they basically came out like hard all over, like mm-hmm. voting. And and that's why he lost. I mean, like to flip Arizona and to flip Georgia and to almost flip Texas. Oh yeah, that's, that's a big deal. That like, means you you probably missed a lot. Yeah, you know? if, you, if if you flip, if you see Texas blue, that's gonna that's like hell froze over or something. Yeah. You know what I mean, I mean, I I knew they would be red, but I was surprised that it was in toss up for like a yeah. while. I was yeah. like, whoa. I think another thing too is because you know voter turnout is usually less than like fifty percent. Yeah. But this year, like it was so massive. This is why it's taking so long to count votes, yeah. especially during COVID. Oh my god! And it, it's like head to head. Like you know, like Biden's only leading by like a good two million votes. You yeah. know, but if I'm gonna be honest, I already see it, and I think it is Biden who is gonna win. Yeah. You know, because he he just won what Pennsylvania and Georgia. Yeah. Well, if he has Pennsylvania, if he has Pennsylvania and Georgia, it's done. It's a wrap mm. because this electoral college is not the popular vote. Yeah. That's what I and I'm, I'm happy you understand that. Yeah. It's yeah. funny, like like. Like some people don't understand that. Like, people, yeah, people think it's popular vote. It's yeah, not. It's not. No. It's sadly, it's not. Even though it should be unpopular vote. Yeah, it's, the electoral it's, process it's, is yeah. effed up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fixed. that's yeah. why Trump got in. That's yeah. why Trump. Yeah. yeah, Hillary won the popular vote by like what four million or something, yeah. but she didn't win because of that. And that doesn't make any sense. How could you be a president of a country where most of the people didn't vote? Yeah, like, and then that, that's what voters' oppression comes in. Yeah, that's why people because they believe that the government doesn't really care for their vote. You know because. Yeah way more people voted for Hillary, but their vote didn't matter in the end because mm-hmm. it was someone they did not want. Yeah. That's why it's like, also the way you have to vote, it's very confusing. You know, some, some states you can't vote if you're a criminal, you know, yeah. it's in, or like even like an Im- immigrant on a green card, you can't vote or something yeah. like that, you know? Yeah, that's crazy. And it's, it's kind of cool that, uh, that you understand this. Oh because, yeah. You know, Gen Z's I, are educated. We're good. educated. We I'm, always do research before we talk. I'm happy about that Gen Z <laughs> because, um, I don't know. Millennials get a really bad rap for some reason. Like, I, it seems well, like everyone hated hated the millennials. They call them lazy. They call them this entitled. All this kind of stuff. Well, as Gen Z, and I'm talking to Azir, and you're okay. like, I can talk to you and like have like the same intelligence conversation as someone that's from like Generation mm. X. So, and I'll let you talk, but I just want to say this because our climate's going to crap. Oh, yeah. If we don't change it, you guys are the one and your kids are going to suffer. That's right? why we're, everyone's rooting for AOC. We want her to run when yeah. she has a chance. Oh, we yeah. love AOC. Yeah. But then that's the thing people need to understand. They're like, oh, she's going to run in 2024. But I'm like, no, she can't because Biden has to defend the Democratic place. So she can't run unless, like, you know, of course, Biden. And then they're like, oh, but Biden dies and she can't. I was like, no, then it'll go to the vice president. And they're like, what if she dies? And like, no, then it'll go to Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> like, you got to understand the order of things here. Yeah. It's not just like she can just run all of a sudden. It's, her I'm, party has to be open for her to run. Yeah. I just think it's crazy that you understand this. I think it's awesome, actually. <laughs> That's I, why I can't wait to vote. Yeah, I've had, some, I've had some much older people than you uh, that wouldn't have a clue of what you're talking about. Oh, really? Yeah, which is pretty cool. You know what I mean? Uh, which gives me hope for the future because I haven't had kids yet. Oh, yeah. K-pop so. stands were the number one people to like say, go vote. Really? Go vote. Okay. Yeah. All right, K-pop fans, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get you With guys. light sticks and everything. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get you guys as big fans of the Bliss Seekers podcast. So you can <laughs> you can help us grow, right? I guess there's a reason why we have you on. Then we today. go to Korea. Yeah, there you go. Right. <laughs> um, but okay, so I just wanted to say that 
you know, if your whole generation is like you, I, I feel good about the future because mm-hmm. you guys are the one that's going to change it. Mm. It's not the people now. Like, you know, the, Trump and, and the, the Republicans, they're kind of like a dying breed. They're boomers. They're yeah. they're in their 50s and 60s and 70s. And they're going to all be dead soon, right? Like, and it's going to be millennials and Z and the next one coming mm-hmm. up that you guys need to fix the climate because if not, you're not going to be able to survive on this planet. The planet's not going anywhere, by the way. Yeah, it's not. It's just going to be uninhabitable for human, right? Mm-hmm. The country is in like an insane amount of debt. Like I can't yeah. even fathom. Like we're almost thirty trillion dollars in debt. Like, you know, and they can fix that if they just decide to cut the budget for the military. Like you don't have to be top dog on everything. Yeah. You know, like who would try to colonize America now? Like we've been in so many wars. I'm pretty sure they won't do that unless we did something to them first. Yeah, be careful mm. though, because China's very powerful. Oh yeah. And Russia is a little weird right now. So um, but I agree with you. It's probably not that difficult. Just like climate change mm-hmm. is not that difficult. It's just the people who are in power don't believe in that. So that's why they're not making the changes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there's a there's a documentary on Netflix called Kiss the Ground, where if you just change the way farming is in this country, the earth will start to fix itself. Oh, weren't we, didn't we watch that? Yeah. No, yeah, remember. with Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Remember yeah. that? And then I was obsessed with that one song by the Hot Chocolates. Mm-hmm. Okay. So getting back to K-pop, right? Because you have this little bag or whatever yeah, it's a light stick bag actually okay you know because fan dedication is crazy fan okay, talk about that oh because i want to create that type of fan dedication for the bliss because we want to call it the bliss nation so bliss nation yeah let's go, go right? 2020 yeah. bliss nation yeah there let's you go. go so talk about the, so, the fan i already group. told you how like each k-pop group like they have their own fandom okay. and then their own fandom name you know like how bts is is the army ATs is is 18s and the reason why is because each name has like a understanding. It has a meaning to it, you okay. know? So my fandom name is Eighteeny because they made a song called Destiny and it was for their fans. Okay. So they put A for 80s in the beginning of it with the song Destiny. So it's Eighteeny. Eighteeny. Yeah. So in, when it comes to K-pop groups that you already see, the albums are like crazy yeah. different than they are here. It's pretty mm-hmm. cool though because it's more than just an album. Yeah, it's more so, than just an album. So you know? it makes you feel like you're not just blowing your money on a yeah, CD, yeah. you know? Uh, and then they also have like a light stick. So okay. whenever you go to a concert or you're watching a video like online or something, you would have a light stick and it can connect. Well, it won't turn on because I don't have batteries. Okay. But it will connect to your phone or Bluetooth and change colors to the beat of the song. Oh, that's dope. Do you want to yeah. turn that on? I can't. I don't have batteries. Oh, I need batteries. So, okay. but, so you guys cool. will know like every band has their own light and color yeah. pattern and all that kind of stuff. Like BTS's n- number one color is purple because okay. the member Kim Young he has a thing when he's like, I purple you. Okay. As in, like, because his favorite heart was the purple heart. Okay. So it's like the fandom's color, purple. Okay. That's why they're like, when you know they're a K-pop stand when they say like I purple you, and it's actually cool too because like K-pop it influences people to change how they dress and look. Wow. You know, I never really dressed like this. I used to dress up like a hood rat. You know, yeah. <laughs> I would dress up like you know the big hoops, yeah. the hair and the bun, Vallejo. Yeah, Vallejo style. Yeah. Now, now like because of K-pop, I'm more like indie and alternative. Yeah. I love it. Like, I just love it. And then, you know, it drives people so crazy because people are so in love with K-pop to the point there are people who will go to Korea and move just because of K-pop. Wow. And then there's this, so you know how like, you know, Cardi B, like they'll have stalkers or something. Mm. Stalkers in Korea for K-pop groups or like idols in general over there is on a whole nother level. Like they have their own name, like Sasang. Like it's a a Korean word. 
basically yeah but like these people like there there's been cases where someone has sent a letter to their favorite idol in their own period blood like <laughs> what yes that's true that's true <laughs> look that's it up pretty unhealthy um, okay Ooh. i don't know his name uh Young from 2 p.m 2 p.m look him up it happened to him and there are and cases PM where stands for premenstrual <laughs> stop <laughs> 2 p.m is the group <laughs> from in that up. letter it said for premenstrual no, right? no. <laughs> and then there's there's been cases where someone has rented out a van that looks very similar to the group's van because oh you know gosh, they all try, ride together yeah. and live together and stuff freaking kidnap they, you or something yeah that actually happened before to oh the k-pop God. group exo they were scared that's like, crazy and then they this is why like and then another group is nct nct has a very it's like a very big group like group of 24 people now uh-huh yeah yeah i don't know what it really stands for wouldn't have a theme like that i don't know what it really stands for but it's basically like new neo technology something like that so they believe like you keep on adding new members in the group you know so like if one do they have a maximum right no i don't i don't think so but they add them like little by little you know so like for example if like the first like unit group in there has to go into the military they already have people who can still because they have different units they have like nct as a whole they have wavy NCTU, NCT127, NCT Dream, they have like different units within it. It's pretty cool, but it's so confusing. This is why I'm not an NCT old. I'm sorry. And Neo City East and I don't know your guys' fandom name. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so NCT is pretty big and yeah. pretty uh like uh what's the word? It's um intricate. Like, yeah, very intricate. Yeah. They it's it's very hard to I give you props because you know each each group has their own fan chant. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, like um, BTSs would be like Kim Namjoon, Kim Seok Jin, and you you would sing it to them during yeah. the song, and then you you would sing along with the lyrics. Like, there's fan chants for each every single song. You know, NCT, you got to know all twenty seven, not twenty seven, twenty four names. Like, My that's gosh. crazy. I could never like. That's why you're like, hold on, and um, da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, like you know, especially how they say like their name could be like H- Henry, Henry, or something like that. Uh-huh. But over there, you got to if if there's like K-pop file, you pronounce it differently. Like you'd be like Henry. Yeah, it's like it's Korean. so weird, and you know, there's there's a lot. Like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a lot. There's a lot of like um, American K-pop idols too that are Korean. Really? Yeah, a lot of them are from NCT, especially GOT7. I believe GOT7, in my opinion, is probably the most diverse group. So idols are like the most popular person in the group. I know I, idols isn't idols is just um, basically anyone who's famous in Korea from like like a K-pop group. Or oh. like from like acting. So That's they're an o- idol. they're OGs basically. Like, yeah, mm, I don't know how to explain it. Like you know how you would look at like someone and be like, oh, you're an artist. Mm. You you don't really so say you're that. An you idol. just be like, you're an idol. Oh, uh, like that. Okay. Like you're, so it's like a like, name for artists. Yeah. You're a videographer. Oh, you're an idol oh, for okay. the, for an artist. Yeah. Kind of like that. I don't know. I think it's only if you're famous. Okay. <laughs> okay. I don't know the whole thing. So we'll okay. all be idols Idol. of the Bliss Seekers eventually. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Grace. No, we will be. You will, will be. be. You will be. Two hundred and fifty million Army. subscribers and number one podcast in the world. BTS Army, help us out. Yeah. Army, K-pop, Korea. Yeah. B- Check we're us gonna out, have please. the Bliss Nation. And uh, we need the BTS army to help us out. I so. love Korean food. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Tell me, me about it. Uh, bulgogi. I used oh. to before I went plant based. But so they good. should have plant based Korean they do. food. I'm they sure do. they do. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they do. It's just mm-hmm. probably hard to find it because, you know, in Korea, the culture, it like they're obsessed with meat. Yeah, they're it's obsessed the bar- with Korean meat. barbecue. Korean yeah. Barbecue. It, yeah. Because beef in Korean is gogi. I think that's how you say yeah. it. Mm. Like, is it bulgogi or is that like the no, bowl? No, bul- bulgogi is like a different type. Like it's a different type of meat. But like general, that's why it has a gi at the end, like gogi, something like that. It's like meat. Like people are obsessed with meat. Like they can just eat meat and no sides. Wow. Like no rice. Crazy. 
Yeah, no rice or anything. What? AT's done it before. I saw them. They have like a thing called AT's Fever Road Mm. and stuff. And it was like a video of them like, they did eat ramen and stuff, but they did not eat the vegetables they picked out with it. So (laughs) I was just like, what was the point? More power to them, right? I am. So from what I'm hearing, it seems like you became a very big fan of K-pop because it reminded you of when you were in band about good music. Mm -hmm. You felt like you fit in because everyone that's kind of like a K-pop fan is kind of similar to you yeah you know what i mean they have amazing marketing and we all we all have the same jokes yeah like we all think alike with the jokes you know okay like i don't know why we like to make fun of their toes because their toes just look weird you know like everyone's toes (laughs) oh toes toes yeah feet is a very touchy subject it's it's like it's like a very fine line between you have nice feet and your feet like put some shoes on (laughs) yeah (laughs) wear socks in my house yeah yeah oh that's crazy so uh anything else you want to share about about k-pop with everybody that's a that's a very big thing basically you know majority of people over here in america they're multi-group you know they stand multiple groups they ult multiple groups but then in korea it's mainly like go one or go home you know okay. they mainly just like one group based on what i've seen i don't speak on behalf of everyone you know but um it's crazy because the fan dedication is real like even though me personally i would vote for like who deserves song of the year and stuff because in korea award shows you vote you get to vote for who you believe deserves it okay. you know but it, it can be seen kind of unfair when the fandom's already big and you already know they're going to win, you know? Because they have the most fans. Yeah, that's that's what like BTS has of right now. Their fandom is so big no matter what, they'll win. Okay. Because their fandom will always vote. That kind of sucks for the other groups. Yeah, it, it kind of does. And I can see why, but fan BTS has paved the way and I can understand and I believe they do deserve some things. Yeah. But sometimes I feel like maybe they deserve something else, you know? Like yeah. I don't have a problem for who you vote for, you know? Because I know deep in my heart, a, a war does not make you who you are, Right. you know? And that's why a lot of K-pop fans, they think award shows out here are racist. And I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of agree with that, you know, because yeah. given what BTS has done, topped Billboard Hot 100 two times in a week, like not a week, like two times in a row each week with a different song, wow. you know, for Savage a Love and Dynamite. Yeah. Wow. It's crazy. Like most record, you know, and everybody, they're the, they're the hot shit right now. Like everyone wants to do a song with them, you know? It's to the point where, like, they're kind of like, well, we can't do a song with you. We'll do a song with her, though, you know? It's so crazy because they won't get nominated for a Grammy at all. The only thing they get nominated for, well, they did get nominated for Best Top Duo Group. But the reason why a lot of K-pop fans were mad is because Jonas Brothers won. And Jonas Brothers haven't released an album since last year, I think. I don't know if they have or have not. So it's kind of ra- crazy because given what BTS has done, people are like, why won't you let them win besides Top social 50 charts you know Jonas brothers just being american and yeah caucasian basically yeah (laughs) Yeah. and then another thing too is that um when it comes to k-pop idols going to like billboard or grammys or something a lot of k-pop fans notice that they use them for views they will not show them at all until the end of the whole thing you know they just use the fans for basically promotion but Mm -hmm. then they don't give the artists and stuff credit yeah basically do you know how many k-pop k-pop fans there is worldwide I just know, and um, well, I know BTS probably has what like forty million followers. Okay, BTS a lot. There's a lot of K-pop fans, you know, and it's not necessarily like I don't know how exactly. I just know it's really big out here. 
Yeah, but but it's I think really big. probably what you said is the most important thing is the true fans. They probably have more true fans than yes, any other Yes, they things. do. They're dedicated. They're, yeah. There are people who will buy every single merch they release. Yeah. That's me with 80s. I have every single merch owned by them. Yeah, and the, in this business of content creation, they say you can make a living off of just a thousand true fans. Yeah. Like, but imagine what these groups have. They probably have millions of true fans, which is like yeah, how be, you can affect like... Fun, fun fact, every member in BTS is a millionaire. Wow. Every, yeah, everybody sense. in BTS is a millionaire. It makes sense. And it makes sense. That's probably why they're so serious about it. Mm -hmm. Why they basically train you from like a kid. It sounds like the European countries in basketball where like, you know, like these kids that come from different countries, they have to leave their, their, uh, their home at a very young age. And they're in this basketball camp. And since they're like 12, they're basically basketball 24 7 mm -hmm. that's why you have stars like luca luca donich i think is his name on the dallas mavericks he's only like 20 21 years old and he's like pretty much one of the best basketball players in the world but he's been playing basketball since like trained like kind of like bts oh or, or like, yeah like k-pop i'm sorry yeah yeah they like well they go they they go at it like they train like when they're dedicated it's it's cool to see how these people's dreams come true you know yeah. especially with ats remember uh yosong you showed him on the picture him? yeah it's funny how i just opened the, the book right him, to him yeah his parents know how hard it is to become an idol you know so they didn't believe him when that he would become an idol so when he was like telling his family i want to be it they're like make better dreams you yeah. know and like, it's, cool. an it's crazy to see how his <laughs> dreams came true. Here, I'll, I'll show you guys what he signed for me. He signed my name. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> so, his signature. When you ordered it, he signed it? Yeah, during the, the FaceTime call. Oh, when I the made, call, When I got into right. their fan call, they would mm. look at you, talk to you, sign it, you know? Was I home that day when you did that? Yeah, you were sleeping. I was. Oh, I was I surprised so. how you didn't wake up. Like I was crying and screaming out loud. Like, I don't know how you didn't. Like I was just like, right next door to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear all that. Yeah. I knew it was happening. You told me something earlier. How you invested like three thousand dollars or something? Yep, I invested almost three thousand dollars into a fan time, wow. and I got in thankfully. Is that what that one was right the, there? Originally, all, I'm I'm counting all the money in total. This was the only fan time I never got into. Really? And it's funny too because the first one I bought twelve albums. That's about like what. $300 or something right there. Okay. Second one, I bought 40. That's like another like 700 right 40 there. 40 albums. Did not get in. Have you listened to all the albums? Or you just <laughs> yes, I have. Okay, okay. No, it, the fun thing too, the reason, another reason why they're so good at marketing is because they have different versions. They're all the same Man, songs. This is like genius marketing. But different versions. Honest. Like yeah. th there's, there's, a, there's an orange one, there's a purple one, and there's a green one. You and when, that's why when you put them on the back, they all connect. You know what? We're gonna hire you as the marketing genius for the Bliss Seekers because we want. You, I want to just apply this cake, K-pop genius marketing. <laughs> You're to, about uh, to say cake pop? Yeah, cake pop. Oh, it's it's crazy. It's yeah. crazy too. This yeah. is just genius marketing. Yeah, you know how I told you how some people will buy it just for the photo card. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes if they're tired of buying albums and they can't get their photo card, they'll just go online and buy the photo card. And some, especially, remember how I told you about the group NCT? Yeah. Their photo cards go up to like two thousand dollars. It's like, crazy. It's crazy. What's the average age of a K-pop fan? Uh, usually when I first joined it, it was usually like 17, 16, 15, but now there's a lot of younger stands now. So I would say probably like nine to like any age. And there's there's like no age range. I'm not, if I'm being honest, like when I went to the BTS concert in the Oakland arena, yeah, there was like a 42 year old woman sitting next to my dad. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. She stole my shirt. If you're, you're watching this, you stole my shirt and I want it back. Age. Give her her shirt back. Right. Yeah. Back to the point though. Like mm. she, she was like, yeah, I love, I love BTS. And my dad was just like. Oh, really? How how old are you? Are you here with your daughter? And she was like, no, I'm here for myself. My dad was so shocked. <laughs> he was so shocked. He was just like... But that's how you know how powerful those <laughs> those bands are. They have yeah. like... And especially yeah. if you get them young. 
Oh, if, yeah. if you get them young, like these new kids in the block fans are now like in their 40s and 50s, but they're like hardcore fans because you got to I want it that way. Those yeah. Backstreet Boys? Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love, love the Backstreet Boys. That's I my generation. That. I thought that was insane. No, new kids I'm in sorry. the block Backstreet is like... Boys. <laughs> That's even, Backstreet Boys. I can't even remember what songs they are. I, it's on the tip of my head, but... So, yeah, but if you get them young, they're going to be fans for life, yeah. basically. Because yeah. you're ingrained, like, like they remember. It brings them back to when, like, they were little kids. Like, mm-hmm. wow, it's so awesome. Well, that's crazy. So they're huge, huge fandom. I mean, from what I've learned so far, it's, uh, it's quality, it's quality um, art, mm-hmm. right? It's quality music. It's, they're being trained since... Yeah, Young. it's little since they're yeah. like five. There's yeah. people who've been trained since they were five. So it's like a professional athlete, basically. It, yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, in Korea, it's weird with their fans because they believe that they're very against when an idol gets into a relationship, you oh, know, wow. whereas international because they believe like you profit off of us, like, you know, like being a heartthrob of us, like, you know, being delusional. Right. About so once it, they get know? a girlfriend, nobody they're, wants to. They get all mad about it. Yeah. A good example. There's this um, her her name is Hyuna. She did a, like a remix with uh, Gundam style with Sai. When they found out she was dating one of the members from one of the boy groups on her company, Cube Entertainment, they kicked them out of the like, company like in a, wow. in a in a second. And then after the that, boyfriend got kicked out, not the her. boyfriend and her, they oh. both got kicked out. That's Jeez. why they're now a part of the Gundam Style guys entertainment company. He has there an entertainment go. company now. They're Perfect. like love. We love each other. We're and then, yeah. the thing is, what I realized: Gen Z stands over here in America. We believe like, why do you care if they're dating? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like in the first place you were gonna date him. Like, and if you do, like, congrats. But like yeah. at the same time, like. These are real people. They have real life. You yeah. don't. You think they'll be single for you the whole time? Mm-hmm. But I don't even think it's like they want them to be single. They just want them to have the image of being single. Because you know, yeah. if you, if you're a fan of anybody and like you know you think they're single, even though you're right, you probably have like point zero zero one percent chance of actually being with them. Just the fact that you know that they're with somebody else, you automatically like lose interest or like ah yeah. oh, whatever. That's what I'm saying. It yeah. feeds the delusional in us. You yeah. know? It, mm. it, that's why I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like some K-pop stands to be like, man, I wish he was my boyfriend. You know, because it's the delusionalness. Because yeah. it's like we dream about it, but we know it will never happen. So mm. we come into reality when we see them with another person, we're not surprised. Yeah. You know. I mean, there's probably. I mean, there's probably humongous money. Oh, there it, is with these with this industry, and so they take it super super serious. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, and it's probably the people at the top that are making the most money versus oh, like yeah. the artists and stuff like you that. You know, I I feel bad for them too because like given what they've gone through from training, because sometimes you know training's really hard. Some some people starve themselves this and that and stuff, and some people will train almost debut, but then in the end have to go back to training. It's sad what they have to go through after they debut, like nonstop scandals. There will always be people following you, like you know they're. There are idols where people know where they live. You know, it's scary. Wow. It's really scary. There are videos of people harassing like BTS at the airport. Yeah. You know, that's why everyone's so happy when we see them like on a private airplane. We're like, oh my God, you know. But then like when it comes to like K-pop though, the reason why some people are closeted about admitting about liking it mm. is because people are very racist towards it, you know. And us K-pop fans, we don't understand it because they'll blast like Bad Bunny and you know and it's like all in spanish you're like do you even know what they're saying they're like no but then when it's like me and k-pop they're like do you know what they're saying and i'm like no but i could just search up like yeah. they get they're like why are you like it then you know yeah. you like it's kind of like it's like xenophobic so you know? are you saying that someone was like basically hating on you oh yeah i have had listening? that before mm-hmm. i even even my own dad when i first started liking it he was just like you don't even know what they're saying 
and then like he he of course he did the racist ching chong stuff and then but now all of a sudden he's all about that life now he's like i'm a bts army man i don't know why you like 18 <laughs> wow they converted your dad good I job my cousin dad. eric yeah. that shows how powerful the marketing and stuff mm, is and yeah. actually they're probably pretty good you know yeah they I mean? are good especially they're dancing i think that's why it changes people because you know usually there's only like a few people who actually dance you know like michael jackson sometimes yeah. like you know mariah carey dances beyonce but to see seven guys dance in perfect tune with like props and everything and the outfits are on point own stylist and everything it's very impressive you know yeah. especially the fact that majority of people think a cup a company produces all the music like yes there are some k-pop groups where like the company makes the music and everything but some like ats bts nct a lot of like people like idols write their own songs for their own groups you know and when it comes to it, it just it kind of like just makes me be like, why why won't people be like that open towards it? And it, it reminds me is because there are some toxic people in K-pop. You know, mm-hmm. there are people who gatekeep. There are people who will not stop make fun of you just because you don't like K-pop. And then there are very opinionated. K-pop stands are very opinionated. You know, it's or like, like a cult. Yeah. Do you want to change that about that culture? Yeah, I mean, we we already have been. You know, mm-hmm. not everyone's toxic, but. And then going back to that too about the fans, like some fans, it's it's disgusting. How would you feel if like you know you us as women, we have been like you know catcalled, like almost harassed or mm-hmm. something like that? You know, it's disgusting how half some of these K-pop fans, not half of them, but like a very good amount, like a little pinchful, they'd be like equal rights, don't harass a woman, this and that. But then they'll go ahead and read like a Wattpad smut about their favorite artist. You know, oh what? That's this is, smut is basically like a book about sex about your idol. Mm. and it's disgusting to me like this is a human being you you stand him for that's when the asian fetish comes in you know you stand them for the music you didn't stand them just because they're asian you find them hot you know yeah so there's books about there yeah if you go on wattpad i remember i i've done it before too i looked i'm not saying i have read them but i have looked and i was just like what let's see what they have on here because i always seen this is when i was new to like kind of like the wattpad jokes about k-pop idols so i was like why are people always making fun about it and they're like like because you know like um 365 days that movie uh-huh. that's like that's like dead ass a wapad book that's like a wapad book with like an idol that's uh-huh. like all wapad is that was an idol and then it's kind of disgusting because you know k-pop idols have admitted they're like i don't like how you look at me in a sexual way if i'm an artist yeah. see me as an artist you know it's kind of crazy though because that's probably the sacrifice you make to be that famous oh, yeah. and have that much um i guess fans and mm-hmm. like like you said like true fandom you know you kind of give up your privacy and you 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 give up the right to have a private life yeah you give up the right to to be yourself not be yourself but you're going to be judged massively you know mm-hmm. what i mean like a lot of people say that fame is not what it's cracked up to be you yeah, know what i mean because you don't have a life anymore your life is now the whatever whatever industry whatever image you're supposed to put out there that's you you know yeah that's why i truly love podcasting and stuff because i can just be myself you know yeah period. yeah it's just me you know and, and and then you know that's like joe rogan everyone gives him crap but but he's himself you know what i mean mm-hmm. and that's why he's popular and like anybody that does a podcast or a youtube channel you're basically just being yourself yeah um but well, that's crazy so um <laughs> Yeah, it seems like uh, I actually am learning a lot about K-pop, and it's very interesting. And Gen Z, and thank Gen you. Gen Z, yeah. yeah. I can't mm-hmm. wait to to get 
some of the K-pop fans, uh, you know, the, to watch the podcast and you know, and see what they think because it's it's gonna. I know it's gonna get a lot of a lot of views, right? Just <laughs> just putting K-pop in the title. Yeah, just putting K-pop, it, gonna, it, especially if you include um, K-pops, K-pop and political debate. It, it's just oh, that's like what's in right now. Like yeah. very every K-pop fan is talking about political debating when it comes to this. Stuff. So K-pop fans are more than just fans; they're actually yeah. influence. They we, can influence. We, we're the first people to support a cause, and we're what I noticed too. And I don't ever see like. People, I mean, I do see people like spreading awareness about like ISIS and stuff. Whenever I do it, though, it's always like a K-pop fan account like doing it. They're like, like they're like, please, please read, please watch, and it's like a whole change link and everything. You wow, know, that's awesome. It's it's very and, and you know, especially a good example is um BTS. BTS do donated one million dollars to BLM, and oh. then their fandom in twenty four hours they do, they donated another million. The fandom, not BTS. Just like you know, that, real quick. Yeah, bam. just be, just because BTS did it, you know. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. That's Thank awesome. you guys out there. Yeah, go K-pop mm -hmm. and go fan. Sure. Actually, K-pop fans, because without the fandom, those those artists would be pretty much nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's all you guys. So props to you guys. You know, in, especially the industry in K-pop is so hard. About four hundred and twenty groups debut a year in Korea. Four hundred and only four hundred. Yeah, for, I watched a documentary about it. That's nuts. Four hundred, about four hundred twenty debut mm -hmm. a year, and only like a point five percent actually make it. It's basically like the NFL draft, sense. the NBA draft. Mm -hmm. so like, you got all these people that have the dream to be a star, and only very few make it. Yep. Wow, that's that's insane. Um, so let's switch gears here because I know you have a very huge following on TikTok. Oh, yep. I love you guys. Yeah. I love you, Mini Soul family. There you go, Mini you Soul family. You call them Mini Soul. Family. Yeah, I, I asked my Discord server. I was like, "What? What should we like?" Because mm -hmm. I, they're not. I don't consider them as my fans. I consider them as my family. Mm -hmm. You know, because hundred percent. You know, six sixty thousand dollars, like not dollars, sixty thousand <laughs> followers on TikTok. That's not really anything. You yeah. know, even though to someone with like you know only two hundred, that's like whoa, like that's a lot. But on TikTok, that's that's not really nothing. I'm not a famous person, you know. Yeah. I'm not known worldwide. I may be known throughout the K-pop fandom, but mm -hmm. if I go out walk in person like this, like if I walk past you, you wouldn't have known me from TikTok. Yeah. You'd just been like, oh, I, oh, that's a girl. She's yeah. nice, pretty, pretty. You know, walk past her. You know. Yeah. So that's why I was like. You know, whenever I go live and I see someone say, oh, you're my fan. I'm like, you're not my fan. You're my family. You're like, yeah. I don't like to consider that. Like, it's it's weird. So your TikTok is about K-pop mainly? Yes. I became famous because I posted clips from my fan sign video from 80s. Wow. One of my video, I have three videos that have a million views. One of them has two so point three viral videos. Mm -hmm. wow. Well, actually, I actually have about eight. Oh, wow. Eight, actually, more than eight. Um, Every single fan sign video I posted went viral. Okay. But the top, the, my most viewed ones were from the fan sign. One of them has 2.3 million views. One of them has 1.1. And the other one I think has 1.2. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Congratulations. I know. Thank you. That's I have how powerful no K-pop fandom is. I know. I think it's, um when I was asked, like, I was like, why, why did it go viral? You know, because people posted their fan sign videos like me, but they only get like 2,000 likes. Yeah. So I asked people, I was like, why why is this viral especially since the algorithm on tiktok's really bad i posted in the middle of the night when no one posted so like <laughs> maybe you kind of tricked the algorithm yeah that's what i think i think it's probably because of the hashtags i asked people i was like why, why are you guys like obsessed with like my fan sign video and they were just like because it's so different you know because mm -hmm. you know every of course they know the the fan and idol relationship keep things professional you know right. just like i'm your fan i love you this and that right right don't get a, a van and kidnap yeah. them i think the reason why people it's so sad it's what happens to them yeah. but it, it, it's kind of funny yeah. yeah it's not funny but it's like bad you know yeah. 
it's it's a very big problem but back to the point though like i was like well why and then they were they were like you know because everyone's just usually like oh i love you you're my favorite i think it's because i actually showed them a meme and we didn't just talk about basic stuff you know Mm. i showed them a meme that went viral and then i was just like oh my god like you're like my favorite and also because apparently one of the members almost showed his abs to me he was just like oh Oh, ah, okay. that's, it was my bias who did that there too. There you go. <laughs> so see, sex sells even with the guys, right? Yeah, that's awesome. You know, it's it's crazy, you know, because they they actually give a lot back to the friends compared to American artists. Like yeah. I never seen Cardi B do a fan sign. I never seen her do a meet and greet. You yeah. know, she probably has, but you know, like same with Ariana Grande. You know, oh, one thing I learned too is that a lot of K-pop like stands they they they're barbs. They love Nicki Minaj. Okay. They 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 do like a lot of Nicki Minaj memes and put it with K-pop. Okay. And Why so, is that? Why do you think that is? I think it's because BTS and Nicki Minaj did a collab. Yeah. Oh, okay. and that makes it, sense. And Got it, it. it kind of made it more viral. But not mm-hmm. just that. It's because, you know, like Nicki Minaj, she'd be like, let's go to the beach. Beach. <laughs> yeah. Her style. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. She's very creative, yeah. too. That's pretty smart. So collab with the K-pop band. And, and then gonna... there's like a live of her. She's like, big boobs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you kind of sound like a little bit, right? Big boobs. I cannot. Yeah. Like well, this is K-pop related. I mean, I ask you, I ask you about your forehead before you want to okay. oh. talk about that. Did someone um, K-pop you on the forehead? No. So basically, the other day, <laughs> I was being very loud because my idols have posted like an MV for like narrow. So okay. basically, I was being very loud. Like narrow is like basically cat in Korean. I think. Okay. I was like pumped about it. I was like, they released it. They released it because it was eighties. They have Halloween version music videos. Okay. So I was so pumped Smart. about it. And she yeah. was she was trying to go to bed. I was so loud, so she had to text me like, "Be quiet." But I was like, "That's not what I said." I said, "Hey, could you please tone it down?" Well, I basically, is you're basically was, asking to be quiet. So yeah. Like, okay. Okay. Let's put it out there. That's not what I said. But That's like not before the before that happened, for me to read it because I didn't know she texted me that because I was being too loud jumping. I hit my head on the roof and I fell off my oh, bed wow. and I flat first. See, and, and this is for eighties. <laughs> yeah, it was all eighties. Eighties. Yeah. You guys see what she did? You guys should like. I'm know, pretty sure they stopped my comments yeah. once. You know, I'm yeah. on TikTok. I'm on top of the eighties. So you hashtag. filmed that. You filmed yourself hitting no, your head? No, I, I didn't film it. No. But um, if you've seen my TikTok, you'll see that I'm very much a crackhead and I have just videos of me dancing weird. You've okay. seen it. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> but come that's home. all TikTok is. Yeah, like, I come home and she's like doing some dancing moves. Yeah. and like. I want to do that for the bliss seekers because that's the most popular thing on TikTok. Imagine <laughs> us doing all those little dance things and then it just promotes the podcast. Or like every time we travel, I want to do the dance, mo- the dance little instruction at a, like amazing place. Like we're in Egypt and we're doing it like right in front of the pyramids or... We're in freaking, you know. Oh, you should do that one dance trend when they're like, because it's like it's like this this duo who just does it when, wherever, yeah. like wherever. Like they just like the comic section will be like, do it with the creator of the song. They do it with the creator of the song. Do it at home. They'll do it at home. Do it in the shower. They'll do it in the shower. Like there you go. You should do that, but like with like around the world. Do it in London. I'm in London. Here yeah, go. that's what <laughs> we're gonna do, right? So we all got to get better. We all got to practice those dance moves, guys. Oh god. <laughs> so. uh so is your TikTok growing now? Yeah, I just hit sixty k. Well, I have sixty point two k now, probably. Okay, so you're like sixty. I gained I gained two hundred followers this morning. So Congratulations! I know. Thank you. I can't wait till we get there. Shoot, <laughs> that'll be exciting. Maybe K K pop fans can help us out. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, hey, K pop, we want them all. Like everybody, we want everybody to find their true purpose and mm-hmm. and live their dreams. You know, and K pop fans are living their dreams. They love K pop, oh, yep. and you know, it makes them feel good. So more power to them. Yeah, That's- I want to say one thing. In- Korean. Annyeong haseyo. Annyeong haseyo. What is that? Uh, it's just it's just hello, formal. Oh, okay. Okay, you yeah. have to say it. You okay. know. Annyeong haseyo. 
Yeah. Yes. Anyone who's Korean, Hello. Hello. Wow, that's pretty good. <laughs> yes. Jeez. It even taught you some Korean. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's my my um my dedication is very big. It's because you know, if you like uh, another thing too is that majority most of the time if you like K-pop, you like anime and you like K-dramas, you know, Korean dramas. Yeah. So, most of the time that's why it's always like those people who are always together. You know what I mean? And what I learned about K-pop fans is that they're the most diverse with music than other people I have ever met. You know, they know of like underrated like rappers, singers. They know people just from their like hometown. Mm -hmm. Like it's crazy. Like I have so much like music that no one knows because of K-pop fans. You know, they're true music enthusiasts. Mm -hmm. Like they understand. Like you said, maybe most of them like played in band or they understand music. You know what I mean? That's awesome. That's I think that's really cool. And not just that. It's like it's not like the basic stuff here you know rapping about oh i'm having sex with girls and guys i have money you know i got that wop you know yeah, make it rain yeah, they, the like, wop. <laughs> <laughs> no like bts has made a song called uh pet piper y'all should listen to it it's very good very good astronomical i'd be like oh it's really good it's a it's like a song to their fans about stop obsessing over us and study and do your homework before you watch us <laughs> there you go. no really it's in the lyrics Smart, yeah. and it, um kim namjoon the leader you know another thing about bts too people are very impressed with they pr- they did a speech at the un two times wow that's very impressive yeah like for a k-pop group mm. you know especially the fact that you know i'm pretty sure donald trump was probably like oh he can't speak english yeah. and he was just like oh so they're intelligent. So they're intelligent. They're very intelligent. They're worldly. They understand. I think. Stuff. I think the leader of BTS has an IQ of one forty five. Wow. He he yeah. And then one of the their that, youngest member Jungkook, he was ranked like in the top percentile to the most athletic in Korea, wow. I think, or in the world. I don't know for sure. Oh, I mean, if you make it to the K-pop big time, you're you're a special individual because mm. it's like the big leagues, it's like the major leagues, yeah. it's like pros. Like you've they've been through a lot to get es- there. Especially like with this group called Got Seven. One of the members is Jackson Wang. He's been on the Late Late Show before too and stuff with James Corden. Okay. He he was gonna be he, his goal was to work at the be at the Olympics for sword fighting because wow. he was like number one. He was the second or number one like sword fighter like thing. Yeah. I don't in the world. Is it fencing or fencing? Or, yeah. Okay. Got he, it. he there's a video of him playing with James Corden. He was just beating him up. He was just like, <laughs> just of like, course, like, score, 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 of course. You know, Corden's like like pudgy it's like you know <laughs> it's like a good a good a good uh um person to defense with right um lots of target area mm-hmm. so um well that's cool so man i'm glad i learned so much about k-pop because these guys first of all guys and women that make mm-hmm. it to mm-hmm. to the groups they went through a lifelong process basically oh yep um it's a lot it's hard you know it's it's a lot of sacrifice and then the fandom, like the marketing behind it, like oh. just is amazing. It reminds me of like cards. Like yeah. when I when I used to collect cards, well, after like the nineties, the card industry just sucked mm-hmm. for kids because the cards became so expensive, you know? Yeah. Like like you said, a pack of cards was like thirty dollars for one card, right? Yeah. And that one card's special. It has like holographs or whatever, mm-hmm. or it's an autograph or whatever, right? Like this card. Like the other day I looked yeah, at Yeah, show us some of your this, cards. This card. Which is your favorite? Oh, uh, my favorite? And why? Like I have, the, it's a special edition one. Okay, so you, you can only you edition. only could get it if you try to get into their last um, 
pajama themed fan sign. Okay. And it doesn't mean like you had to get into the fan sign, but if you just bought from it. So a you special edition. That's probably what I would look like if I shaved my beard. <laughs> to be honest, and put my hair down. You know, it's crazy though, because if you go on like eBay, yeah. like some of these photo cards are like worth $30. Like, wow. People spend money for them, especially the NCT. I don't know why. Like for a simple Yuta photo card, they'd be charging them like thousands of dollars. Wow. It's, it's crazy because I'm like, I would rather just buy like three albums than that. Like, yeah. You know? What's the most uh, uh, photo cards ever gone for? Probably like five thousand. Five thousand dollars. Yeah, probably wow. about five thousand. That's yeah. pretty cool. It's still it, and it was like bidding too, so it's probably still up now. Yeah, so it's an auction basically. Yeah. And which card was that? I think it was the, it was the Yuta or Johnny NCT photo card for okay. Renaissance okay. or a, or a Young. I don't know for sure. Yeah. You know, oh, but like I know I've been talking a lot about boy groups though, but I have to say, girl groups. They go through way, they go times 10 than what the boy groups go through. Wow. Because the boy groups, they could be a bit more open with certain things, but girl groups, they had to keep a certain type of stereotype within the yeah. group. You and know? they really have to look like a certain look, mm-hmm. right? Like, they have uh, to be nice, pale, skinny, long legs, hairless, you know? Yeah. And then it sucks too because when they're on their period, oh, it's hard. It, it's impressive how they do all these dances when they're on their period and the people can't notice. Like, yeah, maybe they just wrote a bunch of letters. Right good before. job, ladies. Stop. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You, oh, wow. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Those are the fans, not the actors. And it, it, it's sad too because, you know, um, with, when it comes to the girl groups, a lot they're very sexualized way more than the boy groups are. Yeah, there are clips of people seeing someone trying to record up their skirt. Oh, wow. And then it, it was, I think it happened to this girl group twice. It was this boy. He like had his phone. He looked, it was hecka obvious, but mm. no one noticed it and he got away with it. Like wow. that's, that's disgusting to yeah. me, you know, like. Yeah. And it's all, I guess it's all part of the, the whole theme of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, anything else you want to uh, talk about K-pop before we switch gears here? Um, Cause I know this is a big thing and I'm actually is... very excited. I'm learning about this and I hope that the, the you know, the fandom, really enjoys this podcast and you know supports mm-hmm. it because I, I would say the only thing is that um it doesn't matter what age you can love k-pop there there have been 60 year olds at concerts before there have been yeah. like two-year-olds at concerts it does not matter what your age is mm-hmm. you know it's just dedication for k-pop is way more harder than it is out here in the states they are die hard they will do anything for them like yeah. if, if 80s if someone like came up to me and they're like 80s are you pick a life I would let ATs live and not kill myself. Oh my <laughs> like, God. I would, I'm not saying I would, but like, you know, I would be like, yeah, it's you know, that, it's that, you're that much of a fan. Yeah. Like, dedication. You, you would you think know? about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's why I feel like these idols are so grateful, you know, because of their fans, you know, because they have almost everything taken away from them, you know, their social life, their private life, and everything, all just so their dreams can come true. Yeah. You know, kind of sounds like Michael Jackson. <laughs> you know, because he was the great one of the greatest pop singers ever, but he's he had no life ever since he was a little kid. Oh yeah. Basically his whole life was music mm-hmm. and singing and dancing. He got a little weird at the end, but um he basically his whole life was that. And his father basically, you know, used all of his kids yeah. or whatever you want to call it, promoted all of his kids to the Jackson. So, so, so I, think, I kind of feel like that's what happened with Selena. Yeah, because <laughs> like that, she wouldn't have been like that if her dad wasn't like, "You're doing a band. You're doing yeah. a band." <laughs> there you go, right? Alyssa Lena, Kumba. <laughs> hey, the Mexicans out of you is coming out. I know. Finally, right there you go, right? <laughs> she is half Mexican, so there's a seventy percent. Oh, seventy percent. Who Who are your favorite uh, Latin artists? I don't have a lot. <laughs> not a lot. I mean, I'm, like I'm really, I'm really indie. I'm not like 
very I, i'm not someone who listens to k-pop 24 7 like mind you just because someone likes k-pop they don't listen to that 24 7 or every single day right you know majority of them are like i have to be in a certain mood to listen to it you know right. and then for me it's like i'll listen to it like at least like you know at least one song a day or whenever i go live i'll do a dance to it because yeah. my followers love it when i dance weird for some reason that's cool you know did you ever get joe to do a dance with you no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> come on, Joe. You got to do it for the Bliss Seekers. The Bliss Seekers. Come on, man. Yeah, you can promote us. And it's crazy, too, because all just because of K-pop, you know, I have people reach out me, reach out to me for like an influencer job. Yeah. Like I have this um, company called Sering Hello from SF that has a K-pop shop. They just DM me and they're like, hey, can you come to our TikTok shop and like, not TikTok shop, our shop and do like a TikTok promo for us? We'll give you code and everything. And I was just like, oh. Yeah. Wow, that's that's well, crazy. We're like, gonna we're gonna have you here for our our social media and marketing expert. I want the marketing for Bliss Seekers to be like the K-pop marketers. <laughs> I want to have that much fandom for this podcast. It will eventually. We're, we're, it will. I'll it tell will. you, we're gonna have 250 million subscribers, and we're gonna be the number one podcast in the world. And it's gonna happen. You it do, might yeah. take some time. Yeah, but it also takes a lot of genius marketing mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that because. This just reminds me when I used to be a, a sports card collector. Yeah. Like it was always about finding your favorite player. And then now they had special cards about them. And then the cards got more expensive and oh, they, yep. they got even more fancy. And like there's like, like, you know, graphics or holograms. And it's like not even about the pack anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like you throw away all the other 30 cards and then you just want that one card and you spend like 50 bucks for the one like, pack, right? Yeah. K pop's so big now. They sell, they sell albums at Target now. Wow. I don't know if you know that. No. And then, so, you know, a lot of people, I understand a lot of people don't have money, unfortunately. So some people will steal, they'll break, they won't steal the album, but they'll break it just for the photo card. Yeah, so uh, yeah, some targets will have like the albums on like security, the little security yeah, things. That's like, what you know it's legit. Yeah. Yeah. They've done that before with my, my not my, my target, like not the SF one, but the Vallejo one. I feel like they did that before with like probably a couple albums. Probably because it's Vallejo. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. No. Well, Leo's really. actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. It's just that you know, uh, the, you I'm know, just kidding with cr- rate's kind of yeah. kind of big over there. But you know, yeah. what was the name of that neighborhood again? The Crest. Yeah, the Crest. I lived on Lofus. Do they have a Target in the Crest? No, they don't. There's oh, only yeah. one Target, and it was by like Bethel. It's by the rich, the rich side of okay, Leo. Yeah, got it. yeah. All right, cool. So um, we always do something at the end. Uh, it's called Joe's Six Questions, and I know she's got some pretty awesome questions prepared for you. So mm-hmm. I'll hand it over to Joe, and and then uh, she's like going to ask you these questions, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. So, what advice would you give to someone who is struggling with their own identity? I'm sorry, put that in dummy terms. In what terms? <laughs> dummy terms? Yeah. So kind of like you know how um. You were saying earlier, like you you grew up oh, in the Asian like they, side. They put up like a persona. Yeah. Oh, a persona. They don't know or who, like they don't know who they are. Yeah. They're struggling to be like one type of person. It, mm-hmm. especially if you're biracial. I have some some friends who are like kind of struggling. Mm. Like, am I this side of my family or the other yeah. side? You know so, like saying? with me, because I I'm I'm 100 Mexican, but everyone thought I was white. Mm. Yeah. So the Mexicans didn't accept me. And the white folks didn't accept me. They actually treated me pretty bad because, like, they would accept me, but then they kind of treat me bad because they knew I was kind of part Mexican, right? Mm-hmm. Or I was full Mexican, but I looked, you know, whatever, right? But then the the Mexicans were like, "Oh, you're not Mexican, you're white." I'm like, "What do I have to look like? <laughs> like I am, you know." I'm so I think she means like someone that's struggling with that, like they don't know who to fit in with, who to belong. Yeah. Yes. I I for me, I mean, when I like realized and I came to a conclusion that like no matter what, I will. I will never be 100 Asian, like 100% Asian. Like I'll never fully understand what it's like to be like a Filipino exactly, even though I grew up with them. 
I think for me to realize that is number one, K-pop, but not just that. It's it's people I found that had like the same common interests as me. You know, like whether it be like oh, me and her like the same drama. Eventually, we would talk about it, we get closer, and then we would somehow the conversation move to life. Especially with my my current friend, like I just have a current best friend right now. I just made her. She's like one of my best friends. I love her so much. Her name's Fairy. She also is a TikTok influencer. Like for her, you know, I was very I'm very close on what I tell people. But with her, she's so much like me, have so much in common. I just tell her everything and she doesn't judge me. Same thing with her to me, I mm-hmm. hope. That's cool. So mm. basically you'd say find 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 your your tribe. Yeah. Find your basically. fairy. Find, find your fairy. fairy. I like that. And become a TikTok influencer. <laughs> <laughs> and love K pop. Um, so what is one thing you would change about Generation Z? Cancel culture. It's stupid. Okay. Like people act like when you make one mistake, you you're, you're canceled and you're like the same person forever. You can learn from your past mistakes. Nice. <laughs> so cancel, 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 culture. cancel, culture. cancel culture. It's it's really it's really dumb. You know, like for example, say for example, you accidentally said something that offended a lot of like Biden supporters or Trump supporters. You know, okay. and people are automatically like hashtag ca- um, Joe is over party. You know, that's cancel <laughs> culture. And then whenever. You change yourself, you do better. People always look back at you and be like, "Isn't this a girl who was like offensive towards like Trump supporters or Biden supporters?" You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, that's cancel culture. It's stupid. Like people, the one thing about Gen Z is that I like how we're now accepting that people have growth, but it's tired of when you only look at someone from their past. You mm-hmm. know, we're in the present, we're in the future. We look for our future. We don't look back in the past. You know, it's I, that's like the most dumbest thing for me. Do you know how 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 old the oldest Zer is right now? I, What's the first year of Z? Do you know? Isn't it 2000s? Something like that. It's like late 90s or 2000s. Yeah, so let's 90s. just say 2000 would be... 1998. That's a Gen Z? Yeah. No, I think that's a millennial. No, because every, everyone in 80s is a, is a Gen Z-er. Yeah, and so they, they it, were born in like 1998, So let's just say it, it makes sense because if you're 20, 22, mm-hmm. you really haven't lived enough life to know that you can make mistakes yeah. and you're not perfect and you're no going to change. Perfect. Like you're gonna grow up and be like, yeah. man, I didn't. What was I thinking when I was 22? You know, yeah. Especially given how their mental health is at that point, right, right. Like, I, there's times where like I, I, I've almost been canceled on TikTok because of like past actions of me, mm-hmm. but that's because my mental health wasn't there. But I've grown from it, and then I'm thankful that my fans haven't done like cancel culture of me. Never been close to it, but like people like were like, is this true? And I'm like, yeah, that is true. But I have grown from it. I have therapy because of that. I'm a better me. I'm a newer me. You know, it's. It's like when people automatically jump the gun and be like, oh, since you were like this in the past, you're like that forever. That's not the case. It's not. Know? People change all the time. So I'm voting cancel, cancel culture. Yes. For sure. Yeah, cancel, Thank cancel you for culture. That. Um, okay, so what do you think is your biggest weakness? What's your one biggest biggest weakness? Self-conscious, like self-confidence. Self-confidence. Yeah, That's it's, funny for an influencer. Yeah. It's, yeah. I get scared all the time of what to post, you know. I, you know, I think everybody really? does. One little I mean, tip I could give you is that um, you're pretty courageous. Yes. Because everybody's scared. But leaders and courageous people do it even though they're scared. Yeah. So you're you're courageous. It means a lot. Thank I give you. you props for that. You know what Thank I mean? Thank you. A lot of people, you know, a lot of my Discord server people say that like, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm pretty outgoing. I'm very understanding of people. But like a lot of people don't know, I'm very self-conscious about myself, especially with my body and stuff, you know? So I, when I post it, I always think of the backlash of like, will I get 
canceled will people like think i'm weird would people be like oh this girl's fat or she's weird or something like that mm. that's why sometimes i archive a lot of my videos that but i think it's because of like past trauma i grew up with i'm still working with that till today no one's perfect everyone will have a little self-confidence if issues in there you know no one thinks they're entirely 100 percent beautiful and if you are people will make fun of you and be like oh you're cocky then you know yeah. so it's something everyone goes to it's daily life i'm going through it i have therapy because of that so well, yeah, you're, you're courageous. You're putting yourself out there and it's going to yeah. help you. You know what I mean? Everyone has insecurities. We're mm -hmm. all human beings and everyone has insecurities. And, um, you know, people just need to be freaking be kind. <laughs> I want you to be, you know, continue to be gentle with yourself, mm. continue to love yourself and not worry about like what do people think. It's all about intention. So whatever you're putting out there, if it's in good intention, like who cares what people are going to think, right? And, and that's on period. You're, yeah, and you're fun. You're you're funny. Yeah, you know you have sixty k followers. Six, yeah, sixty k followers for a reason. Yeah, people like you. You know. Yeah, and, and just one another thing I'll give you because it took me till I'm forty two to learn to not give a crap what anybody thinks about me. So yeah. it took me forty two years. So you know, don't worry about it. But um, actually a little bit less than that, but still took a long time. But the one tip I'll give you and to give Z's and all the people out there, nobody is worried. Nobody, nobody's really looking at you. Mm -hmm. They're just worried about what people are thinking about them. So if you have that in your mind that nobody's looking at you and saying, Oh, she's this and this and that. Yeah. Maybe there might be some that the haters will go on there. Right. But most people are so concerned about what people are thinking about them. They're not even thinking about you. They're just thinking about themselves. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I think it comes from like past trauma, you know, cause a lot of K-pop scenes, they have grew up with being bullied, you know, yeah. based on I seen every K-pop scene I became mutuals with or friends with, they all say, I have a very dark past. I'm not proud of the past me. And I hope you know that's not me. If you ever hear anything about me, you know, I'm different. I change that and stuff. And that's why there are a lot of self-conscious, you know, about their self. And their confidence is very bad with Gen Z's, I believe. You know, I'm not saying it's not just Gen Z's, everyone, but it's it's mainly with Gen Z's, you know. Because every time when I go in the comment sections and I see on TikTok, it's like a beautiful girl or something. It's always like a comment saying, I wish I was like that, you know. Uh, and then I could tell it's like someone young. And then, well, thankfully, I'm just not realizing that I, I shouldn't care. Because no matter mm. what, there will always be someone who thinks you're beautiful, you know. Mm -hmm. But that's why I, I came out in makeup today. Because, you know, usually, you know, me, usually I'm like, if I'm going to go out or do anything, I have to have makeup on. Yeah. I'm now starting to come to conclusion with TikTok. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And people will people love and appreciate that because mm -hmm. you know everyone wishes they could be like that yeah deep down they're like i wish i had that confidence where i didn't care yeah you know what i mean so that's gonna actually get when, you more yeah more one fun. time i went live and then like my stomach was all out or anything i didn't care you know back in my head though it was just like you're, you're like you look fat stop you know but i didn't care but i was like wearing a very tight shirt and then my my shorts were like like kind of like not loose or low, but they were like low rise kind of. So everyone in the comment section was like, I wish I had that confidence. And I was just like, just do it. Who cares? Yeah. No one You're will care. You're inspiring people. Like, mm -hmm. it's not so. Yeah. And it, it is kind of sad. I'll say this one thing real quick is like, <laughs> it's pretty sad that nowadays, and you know, I'm not hating on them, but like any woman who's like maybe beautiful mm -hmm. or has a certain type of body, she puts pictures up there and there's like a gazillion followers and, and yeah. trillions of likes. Like there's That's nothing why, yeah. special about them. They just post, they're just very beautiful or have like, they were blessed with an amazing figure or maybe plastic surgery or whatever. But, yeah. 
But then someone's like normal and they just do something and then there's like 50 likes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like crazy. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing that you guys have to deal with is growing up online and stuff like that. Yeah, too. it's very hard to because you only become famous if you're like very beautiful. You're already famous, a celebrity, or you become viral because of a meme or a trend. Well, you became viral. So congratulations. I know. <laughs> I became viral because of a yeah. fan sign. So K-pop. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Yeah, fan sign. All right. Continue. So, um since you were talking about bullies earlier mm -hmm. um what advice would you give to a bully and for uh to someone who's being bullied what advice would i give to someone who's being bullied and to someone who's a bully well if i'm being honest i feel like people let's be honest people don't just bully because it's cool people bully because they are trying to put up a persona trying to fit in and trying yep. to seem like a cool kid let's be honest here because mm -hmm. everyone has good intentions everyone knows what's right from wrong unless you grow up like with very bad mental health due mm. to like your circumstances at home you know yeah basically your parents were bullies and you became yeah, bully. yeah basically you know um i feel like when it comes to the bullies they need to realize a well, message to you guys you, you guys need to realize that um you don't have to pretend to fit in you know just because mm -hmm. you don't fit in with a certain group doesn't necessarily mean you have to put up a persona and act like you hate everyone because of that because mind you like people do that in high school and i'm telling you now right now when you graduate high school you don't you don't talk to anyone from high school okay back to like the bullies though like you don't need to put a persona to fit in you know you're putting up a persona for people that quote unquote are your friends who like to make fun of people you know in real life you would get talked down on people will call you out and you think like a job person would hire you for that you know especially if you're known for that like what if you are like bullying someone and you apply for this big corporation and the ceo is the person you bullied and most likely mm, that's you know? gonna happen <laughs> that's gonna and most likely is gonna happen you know you don't have to fit in you know if you know it's wrong and you go home and think about it and act like it's nothing was wrong <clears throat> you're being fake to yourself and then you're gonna grow up being fake you know 100%. got it and then you don't have to impress these people who are in high school you don't like talk to anyone once you graduate you don't talk to anyone from your high school i talked to like two maybe two three people that's it yeah. everyone else are like people i met online or people i am meeting now till this day you know it's 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 not really like you know i get it how you want to fit in high school you want to be like the popular kid you want everyone to love you but like when you're at that young age you should know thankfully my dad told me he gave me honest truth and he was like you think everyone in this world will care for you let me be honest they won't like yeah. if you if i was a random person saw you walking on the street and I, I could tell you were like injured or you were limping, I wouldn't do anything. I would just ignore it and let it go, you know? And then I that's, feel like that's what they need to realize. Like no one's going to care in high school. That's great advice, actually. No one's going to care. I want to say stuff about that because I was bullied. I was, was a too, kid. Yeah. yeah. So because when I was little, when I was young, I was a late bloomer. So I was always mm -hmm. like the smallest person. Oh, yeah. When I was 12 years old, I was four foot 11, 98 pounds. When I was twelve. Oh my god! You're four eleven. Wait, that's a good. That's is that a good less than five feet tall. That's yeah. less not for a twelve year old. Oh, okay, that's yeah. not. That's Especially not, a man, okay, they hit gotcha. puberty before us. Yeah. Oh, so I was always the youngest, so I hit puberty a year after everybody did. So in eighth grade, you had like boys that were shaving, and they're like five four, five seven, like looking manly, and I'm still like a little boy. Oh, I meant Remember, they hit, I, I meant they hit puberty after us. I said before us. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, I got bullied because I was always the smallest. I had like asthma, and so. But then I, I, the, a couple things about that. Number one, it made me a better person because mm -hmm. when I became cool, because like I changed and I became like, then I grew, I went through puberty, I, I was a late bloomer. I didn't treat the kids that were bullied. I would protect them, you know, like when I was part of the cool crowd. It's funny, I've been on both sides, which is like yeah. the weirdest thing, right? Yeah, same here. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, like leave them alone, you know what I mean, or whatever. And then they would just leave them alone. 
Um, and number two, it makes you more mentally tough. Yeah. If you survive, you become tougher. You become tough, yeah. Yeah, someone that doesn't go through that kind of stuff, they're mentally weak. That's why with bullies, yeah. they get so hurt when you like call yeah. them out on something. You're like, yeah. oh, why are you why, why are you picking on someone that size? You yeah. know, for someone given this, why do you care so much? Like, you know, it, and it also comes to mentality, you know, like say for example, if like I I see you, you have a different opinion than me, or I see you talking to someone kind of like like rude or something. Of course, I'll speak up about you talking out rude. But then if you have a different opinion than me, I don't understand how it could be offensive. Right. to me you know like that's your opinion you know but there are people who get offended on other people's opinions for some reason like it didn't harm them it didn't do anything mentally wrong with them so i don't understand yeah. you know and then with the people who are getting bullied i kid you not speak up speak up because in the long run you're gonna need therapy i had therapy every every single one of my friends i know they have gone through it or they have talked to their parent or something. And especially if your parent does is not helping you, you need to talk to someone, you know. And if the bully keeps on doing it, I would actually give him peace of my own action. I'll just be like, what are you doing this for? Yeah. Like, what is your motive? Is bully it to make me look dumb or something? Yeah, bullies are very weak. They are. So if they get challenged, they don't know how to act. They don't. Yeah, be they careful don't. though. If that's, they're a lot bigger than you, don't don't try to that's take why, a physical yeah, that's thing. That's why but, they get so hot-headed and they're already like, let's fight. Like, fight yeah. over what? Me defending myself? Yeah. Like, grow up. We're in high school. Yeah. Is this what you do? Like, I wonder what you're going to be like when you're old, you know? And then the well, last thing, like how you said, like, high school's not going to matter in the future. It's not. Most kids that were cool in high school are, like, not cool in the future. Most, most people I know who were in high school and popular, they did not, like they're not doing anything they become right losers now. they're just like at their parents home I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with that if they're confused with life as of right now but you know they're like they're one to talk telling me that i was going to be nothing with my yeah. life but i'm already doing more than them you know yeah i can only speak from my experiences the cool people in high school are basically average or losers now. yeah <laughs> and the people that were bullied or they had a rougher they're actually higher Jeez. achievers because they got they had drive to mm -hmm. because they were so bullied they want to do something big their motive was george saint pierre yeah. was bullied yeah the and rock he's did the you, goat did you guys mm -hmm. see the rock posted a picture of himself when he was a kid he looked he's like i look like a girl all the girls thought i was a girl like he he was not as cool like the rock oh, you I see now go to his instagram mm -hmm. he posted a picture of him as, as a kid he 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 said i don't think he looked like a girl but he said everyone thought he was a girl that like the girls thought he was a girl like he was dressed like dorky mm -hmm. and look at him now he's like He's WWE like, star yeah, champion he's a, he's actor. He's a superstar, like, like so action actor, like mm. buff. But I, I don't think, I don't think if that would have happened to him when he was young, he wouldn't have had the drive yeah. to be such a high achiever. I, I, I you know agree. I mean? Yeah. Also, I want to say one thing about bullies and people being bullied. The bullies need help, and the people being bullied need help too. So I definitely want to say, you know, be be compassionate. We're all human beings and at the end of the day, hurt people hurt people. So let's not cast out the bullies ultimately. Like they need help. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and again that casts yeah. in, that casts in with like, you know, public image, you know, based on like what is considered beautiful. You know, it's all based on like a whole power, like a, the triangle, you know, like the, the triangle of food or something like that. You know, who's at the top and you're at the bottom. It's like that with like popularity, you know, people, if you're pretty, you're automatically popular. So people have, that's why people, they get a lot of self-conscious about themselves because of that. They're like, maybe if I was beautiful, I'd be popular. Maybe if I was an athlete, I would be popular. You know, yeah. it's not necessarily the case. But it makes them weak because yeah. they don't have to work hard to develop any type of skills. Mm -hmm. mm. All right. I got well, two more, guys. Almost, almost <laughs> all right, all right. It's um, getting deep here. It's pretty deep. Wow, this is, this is amazing. Yeah. Woo! 
All right. Something, I got something really, really awesome to say to you at the end. So yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. Um, I have two more, so I'm gonna narrow it down. So, uh, okay. So, if you could change one thing about your family, what would it be? Gender roles. My dad is the. Not a lot of people know this. My dad's the type of person who believes that you know, like I understand how he's very worried about me, but he thinks like if you're like any girl, no matter what, you can't defend yourself. You know, like whenever I wanted to go hang out with my friends, I could never do it because he's like some girl. A guy will snatch you. This and that. Blah blah. blah. If you walking on the street, but then like, what about Sergio? Like the role. The roles can be reversed. Anything mm. can be reversed. You know. Even though it's more likely to happen with the girl, I understand that it's like, you know, it's a it's a father and daughter thing. Since yeah. I'm his only daughter, I was the only girl in like an eight boy household, you know? It was, I can understand. Eight under boys? Yeah, there's a lot of guys who come in and out of my dad's house because he's very open to his family. So whoever gotcha. needs help, even if he doesn't like you, he'll take you in, you gotcha. know? Mm. Um, I would say is that my dad needs to come to understanding that I'm a lot tougher than what I am just because of my private part, you know? My dad thinks just because I'm a girl, like I can't do certain boy things. Like have I can't you expressed fight. that? Yeah, I have. Know? And he okay. he didn't. You know, like I love my dad, but one thing about him is he he's, he doesn't care. You know, he's very um, stubborn with his opinion. This is why he's a Trump supporter. How old is your dad? He's 40, 47, 46. Is he? So he's yeah. about my age. Yep. Three years older than me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Interesting. And the reason why he mainly sides with Trump though is mainly because he's a businessman himself. You of know? course, if you're that a businessman, I mean, yeah. Of course, he ruined it for Republicans because of the way he was. Mm -hmm. But if you're a businessman and you make money, you like Republicans because yeah. your taxes are low, <laughs> basically. Yeah. That's the only reason why my dad likes Trump. Yeah. I, I feel like if it was other than that, he'd be Biden 2020, yeah. like all the time, you know? Yeah. But my dad, he kind of plays along with the stereotypes. Like whenever it would be like, oh, it's like midnight. I, I don't feel like cooking. Like he'll, instead of me sending out to go get food. In the middle of the night, I'll be like, oh, I'll go get food. He'll be like, no, you're a girl. Don't. He'll tell my brother, who's just a year older than me, to go, you know? Wow. <laughs> and then I remember, too, when I was, like, junior, my brother could be left at home alone while he was a senior, but I couldn't, you know? It's not like someone was going to break in. We had security guards. We have gates. Like, yeah. you know, I just wish, like, my dad would understand. And, you know, that's just not just me, too. It's a lot of, it's a lot with Mexican and Asian families. Yeah, it's Mexicans. A lot, yeah. It's a lot Mexicans because, like, I, that you reminded me when I was young because as soon as I turned 18, even before that, I was 16 years old. Yeah. My parents went to Mexico and left me alone. Mm -hmm. They would never do that for my sister. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm 16 my parents are in a different country and i'm at the house by myself yeah of course i took advantage of it but you know it was it, it's it's i think it has a lot to do with the hispanic culture yeah. and maybe in filipino because we're all the same conquered by yeah. spanish i guess i, I don't think know. Yeah. like that's what also you gotta like think of it too that's why i could tell i was always the spoiled one because i was the only girl like mm -hmm. i was the only i was the youngest and i was the only girl so i it explains why i i'm the first person in my family to move out of my house wow. you know and i'm the youngest you know i have a brother who's 24 and i have a brother sergio he he didn't go to college unfortunately and my brother isaiah didn't graduate high school you know my dad graduated high school but i'm going to be the first person who actually goes to college and get a college degree that's like a very big that's step awesome. for me you know mm -hmm. yeah. and i'm hoping with that i'm not doing that just to prove my dad that oh, i can do stuff on my own i'm doing that for me to show yeah. that like i didn't really need you if you weren't there for me you know yeah. you know it's not like I get it. My dad was looking out for me, but there's times where like I wish they would be more open because, you know, in 2020, it's less likely that you're going to get like harassed or like broken into, you know, you know. Yeah. And then there's also a lot of backup plans. You do. You always got the cops. You always got self-defense. Like it's just yeah. a matter if you can handle it. I'm pretty sure with my mental ability and how I grew up, I can handle a lot of things, you know. Yeah, I agree. You have a good head on your shoulders. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I pray. <laughs> yeah. All right. One last question. 
Um, okay, where am I? So if you could change one thing about the world right now, what would it be? I, I that's a good question. I don't think I could think of a world. I could think of America. Maybe America. I could think okay. of something for America. Sure. Like, you know, I feel like I don't, you know, I don't remember, I don't ever remember politics being this vicious. Like there are videos mm. of like Trump supporters and, and I'm not just saying it's just Trump supporters, even people who support Biden, like harassing people just because of their own opinion, you know, when they haven't done anything. I feel like, you know, if America states we are the land of the free, we are professional, mature about what we want, mm. you should respect everyone's opinion, you know? Okay. Unless, some, of course, unless someone slanders you back, like, mm. and they'd be like, I don't care, I don't want to listen to you. you, you listen to Trump or Biden, you know? I feel like we're, we're very mature, and especially if you're mature enough to vote, you should not slander someone for their opinion unless they make it offensive towards you, Got it. you know? And even if it is offensive towards you, you shouldn't care, because it's not hurting you in any type of way, you know? Like, I've seen videos of people like, like, get it. Like, you can support whoever you want. You can support Biden. You can support Trump. Though I don't agree with Trump, uh, you can respect that's your opinion. You mm. know, I, I don't understand how your opinion is going to affect me. You know, it's I get it when it comes to voting. People are like, you need to vote. You need to vote. And that's why voting endorsement is so big now. Also, because, like, based on how many people who, who are eligible, like, eligible to vote, they don't vote because of voters' oppression and stuff, you know. Also because they don't know who to choose because everybody makes every single person look bad, you know? Like, I remember when Hillary and Trump were running. I, my grandpa and grandma were like, I'm not voting. And I was like, why? And they're like, they're both kids. Like, are you kidding me? Like, you can still have an opinion, you know, mm -hmm. just because, like, I don't know. I just feel like people need to be more open with certain opinions, you know? Okay, so basically respect. It, yeah, respect you know, each other. Each other's Because they they would be so quick to, like, defend someone who had the same opinion as them. But if it's someone who had a different opinion than you, you would automatically hate them. Yeah. And then I don't like how people say that you can't be friends with someone who's a Trump supporter. I honestly think you can. As long as they, like, know their place and they know not to say certain things to mm -hmm. you. Then yeah. For sure. You know? I've seen TikToks of people saying like, oh, you can't be friends with a Trump supporter. You can't be friends with a, a Biden supporter. Like, why does that matter? Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, life is life. You know, mm -hmm. I get it. Like America election is very important. And please, even though you can't anymore, next time it happens, vote. Go vote. <laughs> That's right. Go vote. I'm going to be voting. I'll be the first one up in there. You know, but like, you know, I did not know voting is what makes our country. I thought it was we the people, you know, it says it in the Pledge of Allegiance. We the people, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. So it's kind of like, mm, yeah, that's what I would change. And world and world hunger. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And world hunger. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. Cool. This you. administration almost set us back about 75 years. But I think uh, according to the votes, America kind of woke up and said, no, like yeah. mm -hmm. we're not going back. But um, was well, it's a pleasure to have you. Like um, I almost forgot that you're only 17. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh right, freshman to college you know i i was always concerned about bringing kids into this world because obviously i'm 43 i haven't had kids yet so mm. my kids are not going to come till maybe a couple of years from now mm. so my kids are going to be generation one or whatever the next generation yeah, is generation right? a coronials or whatever you want to call them right a generation i don't corona. think you want to call them <laughs> yeah. coronials. but i was always hesitant and i was like man do i really want to bring kids into this world like because of how things are but just meeting you and and learning about you and seeing how you have such a good head on your shoulders and how your generation mm. is just a little bit more open, like it makes me feel good. Like you, and I don't know if all of these are there, but you made me feel better about the future. 
Oh, period. Let's go. Yeah. So, um, if all generations yours or most are kind of like you, they think like you. Oh yeah, they, majority majority think like me. Okay, then then Great. then we're then <laughs> United States world we're, we're okay because yeah. uh, we have we have the the younger generations that are mm. gonna unfortunately <laughs> be left with the bill and with the the world that they have to fix. But if they think like you, I I'm very confident that some a lot of you guys are going to invent some things create some things and do things to make the world a better place mm -hmm. and um you know i would be proud to have been your your father if you know your dad did a pretty good job you know what i mean no he's proud uh, of me already yeah. for moving out yeah because you're you have i mean like i said i've talked to you about things that i can't even talk to people my age about hmm. like that's kind of sad <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. like like i'm like i would talk to my friends and they wouldn't even be able to have the conversation that that i that we had with yeah. you you know so you make me feel good about the future gen z and k-pop fans it's all up to you guys because you guys have the power right <laughs> tiktok influencers and everything else and um <laughs> And yeah, so I mean, it was a pleasure having you. Thank you so much. You're the first Gen Zer on the podcast, and oh. won't be the last. But uh, you're definitely brought a very, very good voice and a very good example of what the future holds, and it makes me happy about that. So that thank you for coming with me today. Oh my god, yeah, I'll see you back. Uh, home. Yeah, we're going home together. Um, <laughs> the other night, um, I just want to share this real quick. I was texting my other friend Jordan. She's gonna be here one of these days, but you know, yes, Jordan, she was you watch on the podcast. Yeah, she was busy and she saw how sad I look. You know, she, we were sitting in a couch and she was like, "Oh, I'll be in a podcast." So she like volunteered right away. Yeah, yeah. She was like, "Everything happens." You for saved a our Friday pretty <laughs> much. Um, no, the universe said, "No, this is why." <laughs> yeah, exactly. So thank you for coming. We're definitely going to eat something good after. Um, also, another thing is uh, one thing, one of the biggest lessons I learned, um, you know, with this conversation, like definitely respect people's opinions. It doesn't matter how old they are. Mm -hmm. She's 17. I'm 31. And I'm, I'm learning. You inspire me. Aww. Like everything that you're saying. So be kind of, you know, be kind of one another and respect is everything. So. Yeah. And don't mm -hmm. underestimate the younger generation. Absolutely. I'm going to raise my kids the same way, but I'm not going to give birth to kids. I'd rather save a kid from adoption. All right. Mm, there you go. I like that. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. That's Yeah. That's yeah. A lot of, I don't know why a lot of Gen Zs, they don't want to give birth. They want to adopt because they're like, we, there's a lot of videos on childbirth on TikTok. And then they're like, yeah, I don't want to go through that. I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather save a kid. That's what I agree. I was going to do that from the start. I'd rather save a kid from adoption being kicked out while they're 18 yeah. than like mm. to give, to bring another one in the world that just might hate me after carrying them, you know? Yeah, that's true. I guess social media definitely changed things because yep. you get to see things that you probably would have never seen. Yeah, yeah especially what we talked about today. I can't even talk about this stuff with my dad before because then he would end up bringing up like stuff about me. He's like, well, you don't do that. I'm like, what should I matter? Yeah. Well, I think your dad's going to watch this and he's going to be pretty proud. So He'll just be like, hey, why are you talking mad about me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Who knows, right? What up, hey, cousin Eric? Dad, you should be proud. You raised a good daughter. So mm. Yeah, so um, again, thank you. Um, Mucho gracias. I'm glad the universe sent you to us mm -hmm. and uh, I feel like I said I feel very happy about the future because Gen Z if they're like you we're going to be okay well, where um, can they find you your TikTok oh, you can find me on TikTok my account name is Mingisol it's M-I-N-G-I-S-O-L and then you can also find me on Instagram it's my name Marisol but it's M-A-R-R-I-S-O-L-I Marisoline 
and we'll put it in the description so yeah. if you didn't catch it we'll have it in the description <laughs> again mars mars bars party cars the second mars, mars bars party cars the second thank you so much for tuning in thank you guys um and as always follow, follow your, your bliss, bliss. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Our goal, as always, is to become the number one podcast in the world. And uh, make sure to subscribe if you haven't done so already. Make sure you share this with three of your friends. And if you like our song, our intro song, please check out my good friend, uh, Maroni Silva's band, A Dead Desire, on YouTube. That song is called The Mantra. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. And as always, follow your bliss.